Hello and welcome to episode 54 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev and with me this week we have Steve, Bouncy and Anna. Say hello boys and girls. Hello. Hello everyone. Hello. Bouncy's not on a computer yet we can still hear him. I'm confused. How is this happening? You told me you weren't going to be on the show. I got all excited and then here you are. I found an apple in the fruit bowl and it happened to be an apple (laughs) iPad. Ooh, that's good isn't it? So I'm currently, I've got it balanced on a, a load of towels to reduce any vibration from the table. So I can tap on the table, it won't make any noise. We heard that. And Well, yeah, but it won't, it won't shake it so you hear like real bad like, noise. And uh, hopefully it'll be right. The only downside is I haven't got any of my notes or the ch- live chat or anything. So I'm literally flying blind. So are you using a headset or is it just in the microphone in the iPad? Uh, it's the microphone and the iPad, and I'm wearing a set of headphones, so we don't get... Well, oh, that's clever, isn't it? It sounds really good. We should all just stand around your Yeah, why did we drink? spend tens of thousands of pounds on all this gear when we could have just got iPads? Didn't the gorillas record a whole album on an iPad? I may be mixing up with the monkeys, but surely they're all dead. <laughs> a, I don't think they're all dead. B, pretty sure back in the 60s they didn't use iPads. <laughs> yeah, but I meant more modern times. But the gorillas... What, the, the famous gorillas album from the last... Uh, famous monkeys <laughs> album from the last four years that there was, that we all know about. But yeah, the gorillas recorded one. Um, they did. some primate-related band. Yeah. Well, there you go. Are you recording an album on yours at the moment, Bouncy? I'm recording this podcast. Which is <laughs> solid gold. <laughs> it really is, isn't it? Um, I've got to find all these jingles that we've got. It's all getting a bit too complicated. I need someone else to go. When are we getting a producer? It's only a matter of days, sure. Because I'm fed up with having to press all these bloody buttons. It's getting too complicated. And your listeners live in deeping and want to be our producer. <laughs> if you happen to own, own your own sound bit, booth. Give them a chance to answer. I'm expecting a knock on yeah. the door. Someone just turns up, yeah, I'll be your producer. The only problem is then we'll have to fit in yet another set of headphones, won't we? You have to get rid of that counter like I told you to last week. What, my kitchen? Yeah. I have to remove my kitchen from the house? You should, so that someone can sit at that part of the table. Good plan. But that scuppers my idea of putting the tumble dryer underneath the table, which is the latest plan. Interesting as that may seem to you. (laughs) Should we move on? I don't know. Do you want to know where I'm going to move the washing machine to if we get a dishwasher? Find out after the show. Find out after this jingle. Right, where are we? It's all going to be a bit confusing this week because Bouncy hasn't got his uh, instructions in front of him. I'm going to have to remember how to host a podcast. I haven't done this for bloody months. It's like having AD back on. Someone just sat there doing an out and just talking occasionally. It's like the bad old days. Tell you what I have got here, though. I was reading something on the internet from Kotaku, and they had a little article on there called Four in February, and I quite like the look of it. So I put it, I tweeted it, I stuck it on the forum, and everyone seems to quite like the idea. And basically, the plan of it is, throughout the month of February, you plan to finish four games from your pile of shame, 
And once you've done that, you can be all smug and say, yay, I finished four games. And you dig back through your old collection and pick out the ones that you've had a little go on and not quite finished, or perhaps start the ones that are still in the wrapper. And I suggest that we all do it and make no. it a little piece of excitement for February. You just know no. it's not because yours is three on Thursday, isn't <clears throat> <then>, it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because I've got Sky and Six I'm all on, on that Saturday, now. Seven on Sunday. <laughs> Right, just because I actually play games. <laughs> yeah, it is actually harder for her than anyone else because she hasn't got a pile of shame. <laughs> there ain't four games she played. Bouncy, are you going to play along with this? Yes, I am indeed. Um, I started my first game today, actually, and I'll be talking about that a bit later. I'm going for Halo 4, Inversion, Ratchet and Clank Tools of Destruction, and Gianna Sisters Twisted Dreams. This one's not a real game, is it? <laughs> Who are the hell are the Gianna sisters? <laughs> They're like um, <laughs> Gianna sisters originally was out on like the Spectrum, and it was a rip-off version of Mario Brothers, and it was the Super Gianna sisters, and they got sued left, right, and centre by Nintendo. Uh, they did a, a, a full update, like proper polished update. It was re-released as an indie game recently this year. Well, probably late last year actually. Uh, I picked it up in a Steam sale. Haven't played it yet. Thought it was an ideal one to chuck on there. Ah, are you playing along, Sheepdog? Yeah, I um, I'm, I'm going to be talking about them in the show as well. But I've been playing. I've just started Ghostbusters on the Xbox 360, and trying to remember the number there. Were you? No, I just sort of don't know why I carried on saying 360. Um, I'm also playing uh, Dante's Inferno. Um, I was thinking about trying to complete assassin's creed 2 or god of war i could just say both of them and that's four but i was thinking i'm also playing skyrim but i don't think i'm going to complete that in february no. i'm playing the others and doing this uh, course we're supposed to be doing um so yeah i'll say uh i might just which god of war i'm still on one i've not touched oh, okay. um but i'll ditch skyrim for a bit play god of war uh ghostbusters dante's inferno and uh assassin's creed 2 mm. my four are you ready for this, people? Dishonoured, which I'm about two hours into. Yeah. No, you're not. You're more yeah. than that. Am I? Yeah. Well, that's easier than I thought then. Sleeping Dogs, which again, a couple of hours into probably. Far Cry 3, which believe it or not, I'm a couple of hours into. And Gears of War 3, which I still haven't touched the campaign Why? on. Because Horde was oh, too good. Um... Well, I think me and you played like the first half hour of it, didn't we? But... She- did we lamb- play that with him? We played the I mean, Lambert Chicken. Played it, and then when you met Anna, the three of us played it again to get the Lambert Chicken. Oh, of course we did. So <laughs> I've, pretty much, I've done the first level twice, but other than that, not touched it. I'm and going. to to the end. Do you remember? <clears throat> no. Because you, you can choose what mission you do. So we all just went to the end and played that, but then we couldn't do it. So we just gave up. I don't know that that's true. Yeah. Perhaps I wasn't involved in this. Because we had the uh, Lambert Wanker, whatever it's Oh, called. that's not the end. Oh, right. we That's like that. middle. The Lambert Wanker was screwing us around for ages. But yeah, I remember that. And then um, <laughs> I'm sure we went to the end after that because we couldn't kill the Wanker. <laughs> we might well have done. But yes, yeah, so it was up. I'm going for the tactical one a week routine. So I've got to pick which one I'm going to do. Basically, by next week's show, I want one of those four out of the way. Dishonored. So, well, I was thinking it's got to be Dishonored or Sleeping Dogs because I think I'm further into them too. And they're probably... Sleeping dogs. Yeah. It'll be whichever one I reach for first. Bouncy, how long is Ghostbusters? Um, it's it's not too bad. It's I think I ran through it about 10 hours. Yeah. It's not a huge long game. It's, it's 
frustrating at times. So that will add to <laughs> your timing. But no, it's I mean it's, it's standard kind of eight to twelve on that one. I'm gonna because we're talking about it. I'm just gonna carry on. <laughs> you don't ignore Kev's running order. But um, I've been playing. Why don't you hit the microphone Sorry, with the pen as well? I will. Um, I've been playing it right, and this is one of the things where when that came out, I didn't own an Xbox, and I thought, right, I'm getting. It's on one PlayStation. I, I didn't own either. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you just said it. Sorry. No, and I'm thinking, I need to get one. I really want to play that. Ghostbusters is something I've always loved, obviously, because it's just awesome. So um, I don't know why it's taken me this long to get it. He's never seen Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, he's a monster, isn't he? You tried to get me to watch Ghostbusters 2 the other day, and I didn't want to. You can't watch 2 without watching 1. That's what I said. She <laughs> said it didn't matter. It didn't. But, um, yeah, so I'm playing it, and... Uh, you start as a recruit, don't you? Well, you would know, but you start you start as a new recruit for the Ghostbusters. Yep. I saw the cartoon back in the eighties. And um, does that count? I was really enjoying because had Slimer in it, and I'm thinking, brilliant! You know, he's <laughs> there, catch him. That's a bit of a tutorial and all of that. And then when I walk outside, fucking Marshmallow Man's there. I'm thinking, yes, living the childhood <laughs> dream. If I could just control the damn car, I'd be, you know, that's it. I'm I'm just done for life. I can die happy, but. It's really bizarre because it's just he just they said oh we've got to clear a way to get through and kill him but then suddenly he's gone. So <laughs> I was sitting there thinking what the hell is happening? But um, I had the backpack and the thing, the gun thing with yeah. a big um, like foam thing coming out the end of it that twirled foam. around and then another thing the that you hurl out on the floor. I had no idea what it was for though because I hadn't seen it, so I just used it to catch <laughs> werewolves out the attic. I didn't have a bloody clue what it was for. Oh yeah, I'm thinking I'll complete that first probably because I love Ghostbusters. I know they're bringing out the third film sometime this year. It is frustrating sometimes. So. Well, it's frustrating trying to catch the fisherman ghost thing. But I was a bit confused as well because I is it does it just carry on like that going from level to level? Because it started off, oh, we're going to do one mission. I expected to be going back and forth between buildings and stuff. Not really. And generally having a bit, you know, like when you play the newer games. Uh, I'm not trying to compare these two games, but I'm giving you an example of what I mean. When you play something like L.A. Noir, where you're in a big city, you drive around and you can do different missions. Yes, not that. I wasn't expecting it to be perfectly like that because obviously it's a much older game. But I was expecting there to be a bit of oh, travel to do a mission, no. to come back and debrief or whatever, sort yourself out and then go. But this seems to be we've gone here and suddenly all oh, hell's broken loose. Mm-hmm. I was a bit confused there because it's supposed to be his training mission, but it's suddenly turned <laughs> into a massive worldwide apocalypse and very confusing. But no, I'm loving it so far. I reckon that'll be the one I'll complete first. Cracking. Well, anyone else who wants to join in in, our, in the world, well, not our wonderful, because we stole it, but the wonderful 4th of February, 4 in February, whatever the hell we called it. I can't remember what the thread's called. There's a thread on the forum, maturegamepodcast.com slash forum. Go on there, get involved in the thread, tell us what you're going to play, let us know when you complete them, and we might mention them on the show, and it'll all be very exciting. Not that they're likely to sue us, but why don't we just call it five in February, be one better, and uh, pretend it was our idea. Someone else suggested millions in March. That'll be what you do. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Where are we? Talking of March, you there need yeah. to remind you off air later. March, March, March this year. We're going to be all over. I'm well aware of the March, March, March. Yeah, but we're going to be there. Where? Or be square. The March, March, March. Where's that? March. Where? When is it? It's in March, and in March. That's answered both your questions. What are we doing? Marching. Oh, it sounds awful. The, thing, the best thing about that is she was deadly serious. Where is it? When is it? <laughs> Jesus. Um, should we crack on? Yeah, I've got a little news story for you. And this is one to uh, get Anna all excited, which is basically what I'm all about. Um, Rumours that it's going to be a PlayStation 4 reveal <gasps> very, very, yeah, very soon. on the 20th of Feb. Well, that's what they're saying. 
Yeah, uh, who's saying? Because basically, Sony have just said they're doing a press conference, haven't they? The, That's as much. Yeah, but what? What? The only thing they could possibly like, like tease, is God of War, and I doubt they're going to do something. All big. they've released is a video of the circle, the triangle, the square, and the X just floating around with some stupid music. And it's not stupid. And I just looked at it, and I thought. If this is their idea of making me go, I'm just well, no. thinking, just tell us it's coming out. What That's Kef, not a build-up. What careful it's saying, because also um, GTA is not coming out till September now. Yeah. So we're thinking, oh, Sony's going to come out saying, oh, the PlayStation 4 is coming and it's going to be re- um, released with um, GTA, which will just sell millions. They'll dick all over everyone if they do. <laughs> <laughs> Especially, on, Sorry, go on. Especially on PlayStation 4, because it would like... Yeah, because Xbox isn't coming out this year, is it? Well, is it? Is that, that, make is that why Grand Theft Auto has been delayed? Is the Xbox coming out in September? We but is also the play. Well, that's coming out on the. I think it's the seventeenth. I'm sure Bouncy's going to tell us what's going to happen. Bouncy, what's going to happen? Tell us all about it. Right, in which way? Which where do you want me to start? It's being released and when? <laughs> <laughs> which one? Xbox or PlayStation? Both. The Xbox is rumored to be releasing between September and November of this year. Um, it's the only one of the two which is going to release in the UK mm-hmm. this year because PlayStation is rumoured to be not out until January to March next year. What? Although it will be out elsewhere, but just not in Europe, which would be shit because that will kill it well, quite quick. I imagine so. Wicked. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the other, op- the other possibility for this reveal on the 20th is their cloud gaming um, option, which they they did buy a couple of companies that were responsible for uh, running cloud games, a bit like on live. And uh, Sony are always rumoured to be putting that into their new machine. So uh, you know, let's let's hope that it's that and the PS4 because that'd be even better. A PlayStation Plus, I might be tempted to find a way to play on the PlayStation with an Xbox controller. <laughs> <laughs> but if it does end up just being about Gaikai and not PS4, don't you think mm. the bit mean even bothering to do such a teaser everyone's expecting yeah, but... to be the ps4 that someone in the office should be going do you think it's wise to tease them when they're all going to leap to a massive conclusion that means that when we reveal that it's not the ps4 everyone's actually a bit annoyed and they should be happy because yeah, they've but... announced it out of the blue isn't it a bit early as well if it's not no, for a year because last week um they came out and says we're gonna let microsoft go first because they said if we do it, um, your competitors can just nick what you've done and make it better. So, so it's a bit of a... For them to them but they've both already decided what they're making. No one's copying anyone at this stage. No, but they dev can... kids are already out. It'd be it's a bit done. mental, wouldn't it? You're not going to change Yeah, but dev kids aren't on the actual thing. It's just to make games on. Yeah, but they're not going to suddenly go, right, quick, wang in five more processes. They might and... do. If they if they're gonna let Xbox go first, it's like they're gonna give like a couple of months and then release what they need to release. Guys are three oh six in the chat. Rebecca Adlington has a press conference next week. Maybe she's designed the Xbox seven twenty. There you go, see? She's quitting. Swimming. Is she? What's she gonna do? She's she your friends with her, aren't you? She's the what, sorry? Spoon yeah, old spoon face. Yeah. The one who got Frankie Boyle sacked. Yes. Made him grow a beard, didn't she? Yeah. You can't have a beard on the BBC. That's part of their policy. That's what one of the B stands for. No beards. Beardless broadcasting company. Yeah. So as soon as he left, he grew a beard because he was allowed to. Didn't you know about that? That's why we're not on the BBC. <laughs> because of my uh, opinions on spoon-faced people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's just a spoon-head. Everyone's just shout spoon at him. 
I feel like you've spent a lot of the 54 episodes of this podcast discussing spoon-faced people. I know it's come up before. I remember AD getting very offended by it. And then when I expect, uh, met him, I was expecting him to have a spoon face, but he doesn't. More of a fork. It's more like a pan. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you talking about next? The cave. And I'm not talking about it. I fully expect these two that aren't me and you to talk about it, because they're the only ones who've played it. I've played the trailer. It's very... I don't know what I'm doing on it, but I, I, I've done the first level, and it's a bit... Uh... You don't like it? I do. I like it. I just... I, it would be one of them games I need to play with a walkthrough because I would no idea. <laughs> I would say, isn't it a puzzle game? I had a sausage and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? I sausage? walked in and said, throw the sausage on that spot. Yeah, but I didn't know how. It doesn't give you a tutorial about pressing, was it, what's at the top? Why? I don't know, but I got through it. It's all right. I'll play it. Bouncy, would it completely defeat the object of this game playing with a walkthrough? <laughs> It would absolutely destroy the game. Uh, <laughs> this would be as bad as Steve me. playing Portal 2 by watching it on YouTube. Uh, YouTube one fix, I was feeling sick of yeah, that headache. The game of Portal 2 is the one bit you YouTube and then claimed you'd finished it. This is the man who finished Alain Noir by watching the last couple of chapters on YouTube. Really? Well. Yeah, only because of this toss pot over there tells me I couldn't spend another three weeks playing Alain Noir, so I just sent it back and watched how it ended. Why? Because he was moaning at me. You to know how he is with a game. Oh, no, no. If once he gets into a game, it's all he talks about for six years. <laughs> I like to get properly into a game. All I did for about a week of L.A. Noir was drive around finding new cars and trying to see if I could make massive Which makes terms. for great radio. <laughs> I wanted to see if a tram would crash into a car parked on the railway, but they all stopped. And I tried crashing into them. So he tried every car in the game. <laughs> to see if they only stopped for some of Stuff like that, I'd spend like four hours trying to construct Why? this for the train. <laughs> and then it would just stop once it got there because there's something wrong with him that's why oh dear I make my own fun did you try the trains what did you try doing it in front of the trains instead of the trams there was a train line that might be <laughs> you've got to get Alain Noir again now haven't you <laughs> yeah I do I might have to love film that because you know what, the reason I thought to do it was because I got hit by a train on it Right. I tried it, but it was obviously a tram. So, yeah. He spent just as many hours trying to get people run over by trains in Red Dead Redemption. But that's because there was an achievement for that. <gasps> Is there? If you, tie a woman to the tra- if you tie a woman up and put her on the railway track and she gets run over by a train, you get like a Dick Dustardly uh, achievement. So, Bouncy, the cave. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I mean... As Anna said, it is, it's a bit obscure in what some of the puzzles are to do. But then that's what Ron Gilbert does with his games. The Monkey Island games were always obscure. And you know, the, there wasn't an option for going online and getting a walkthrough then. So you were either stuck until your mate told you how to do it, or you saw it in like kind of Zap or something like that. You could read it there. Or uh, you could ring the LucasArts gaming helpline. <laughs> Um, but you know, uh, from my point of view, I've played it through to completion with three of the characters. I'm now on my second playthrough, but I left it a little while because basically you've got certain sections that are always going to be there, and then depending on which characters you choose, you get access to others. So, for example, if you choose the knight, you can float through a flaming area. It'll take you to where his missions are. But if you haven't got that character, you can't go down that route, so you'll then skip past it and go to the next one, mm-hmm. which is very good, and it and it works really well. The only real criticism I can find for it is that all the way through, it kind of makes you feel like all your decisions are having this effect. All your decisions are affecting the world around you. But I couldn't really 
differentiate between when I was making a decision or when there was something that had to be kind of done to further the story. And for the majority, the big stuff has to happen. And then you say you don't have a choice. The only choice you have is just turn the game off and go make a sandwich or something. Um, so you kind of play through it. And then afterwards, it makes you kind of says, well, you did all those things. I was like, yeah, because that's the game. That's what you coded. So in some sense, I was a bit annoyed, a bit frustrated about that. But on my second playthrough, I'm trying now to actively do something different. And then I can see whether there's a difference to be made. But it's brilliant and obscure and, and random and all those horrible internet words that people like to use so often because it's just innovative and at the same time nostalgic. And I, I'm a big fan of it. And it's at 1,200 points on the Xbox. It was a bargain. The Wii U version is supposedly very good. Um, so yeah, I can't, I can't really recommend it highly enough if you like that kind of thing. Magic. I like the voiceover man. He's funny. The cave himself. Yeah, he's <laughs> like I killed myself twice in like in a row, and it's like, oh, you really want to do this, don't you? I'm like, no, I don't want to die. I just don't know what to do. Yeah, there's a bit actually where one of my characters did get killed, properly killed. Oh, God. And I was like, fuck no, I didn't <laughs> think that could happen. And um, I won't spoil it, but you kind of you meet them again later but uh it was just it was so good because all the way through it was like there's no dying in the cave there's no dying in the cave or at least not yet there's no dying in the cave and then it was like you oh you died it's like what but it, it was just it was all the more effective because of the way it drilled into you that you're kind of safe as you go and it's brilliant because the people you meet are kind of suggested that they're all people that went into the cave before you on their own quests and they've just gone insane and now living in the cave it's it's great fun great fun I know what you're all after now. Octopus. What? <laughs> what? You failed. What? You weren't supposed to know. Jazza 306 in the chat. Suggestions for random words sheepdog must use without Anna noticing. William Dunn came in with octopus <laughs> and you noticed sheepdog fails at the game. And I go back to what I said before. You know what you all want now. You want updates on games that Anna's bought too many times. Specifically, <laughs> Fallout 3. How many times have you to bring you all up to date with this, those of you who weren't around a week or two back with the Mafia 2 saga, <laughs> developments in this. She swapped Mafia 2 with a kind-hearted member of our forum Gav. for Fallout 3, which he proceeded to send her. She received it and thought, I want the DLC for this. No, Rather no. than downloading the DLC, she went to game and bought the fucking game of the year edition of Fallout 3. She now got two copies of that fucking game F3. lying around. Free copies of Fallout <laughs> fucking three lying around the house. So the multicolored swap no, shop opens again. No, 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 no. My, there was a, a message behind my madness. I doubt it. There is. Because it would have cost me £35 to download all the DLC, but... That doesn't count either. She was talking. <laughs> Pancaked. Pancaked. Carry Do you know that's the most Googled thing, how to make pancakes? Anyway. <laughs> we told you that on the best thing from 2012. I found out from college. Okay. Anyway, yeah, my, my, yeah. It, it, it's £35 it would have cost me to download the DLC in-game for the actual Fallout game and the DLC was £14. Nice. So I saved myself some money. So you're now offering one of your copies of Fallout 3 <clears> up for a swap with someone again. What are you after this time? I don't know. Will you have a little thing? I'll have a little thing because I have two Fallouts. I have... Make her an offer. She can't refuse. 
I was just checking the chat box to see if that was one of his praise that pays. What are they offering you to do this anyway? Are you just entertaining? I don't know, they just randomly <laughs> said Steve, start trying to get words in sentences that Anna doesn't uh, realise you're saying. Guess what I did Monday night? You stayed online. You fucking know. You <laughs> right, you stay out of it. You two who weren't here, guess what I did Monday night? You played It's a Knockout with some other people on online chat. Thingies with Xbox. I <laughs> <laughs> discreetly put something into that sentence and then completely lost my train of thought. Carry on. So you played online with some forum people, didn't you? I did. I played Need for Speed Most Wanted once again. again. And Kev's Monday night. Yeah, yeah Kev, every, on the forum, guys, Kev creates a, po- a poll um, letting people vote on what they want to play. I then ignore the results. I say every poll. week, Minecraft wins because Proton just won't stop building an alternative. Uh, Groups. It turns into a load of baloney and. That doesn't count! <laughs> <laughs> she can see the chat box. I want, I can't attention to it. Anyway, you rest for 20 minutes and then yeah, she won't notice. Kev, um, Kev puts all these games on a good 10 games and then he always goes for Need for Speed despite what Because it's the best as well. One. Minecraft did as well. Gotham City Imposters always gets I'll have another score. go on that. We'll have to um, get that out one week. Yeah, but. I'll tell you what, though, playing Need for Speed after having spent 30 hours playing Forza Horizon over the previous week, bloody hell, it takes some time to get used to Need for Speed's handling again after playing Forza for all that time. That's only because you like having all the brakes and everything on in Forza, didn't you? Or everything. You haven't yeah, played that again. I haven't played Forza for a little while, no. It's because the rally DLC's shite. Um, but even though I play Forza with auto brake and the lines on the ground, I actually found Need for Speed hard, not harder, easier, but more confusing because it's obviously easier to control. I was controlling the brakes myself like a big boy, um, but it was just confusing doing it and I kept crashing into walls because of it. It was harder to steer, even though in, in a straight line. And it was, I just, I get confused by Need for Speed. I got there in the end, started smashing into people. There was a few people online again. Much fun had by all. What's the maximum that can play that at the same time? I don't know. We haven't got, we haven't hit the limit yet. I assume it's maybe box on there. eight. Yeah, the boxes on there. There you, you go. We're going to do this 80 style. Are we going to read everything out of the then, back of the box? Uh, you can. I don't have it. So it's only Kev you be playing with. So that's, so that's uh, uh, incentive. Bouncy should really play because it's his fault I own it. Who's eight? Here's the box. I want to read off the back of it. Tell people all about it. What have we got? Two to eight online multiplayer game content download. Tell you what it does do with this download thing. Every time you turn it on, it asks you to download an update, regardless of whether or not you've already downloaded it, and that's a bit annoying. That makes me sad. But yeah, two weeks' time. So it's every other Monday. Not every Monday. You're being a little misleading there. Um, It's every Monday I don't have small girls in the house. Um, Your children, you mean? Yeah, they do. They're every Monday. Every Monday. Yeah. So on the ones that are not here. Apparently, it's better with Connect. Everything is. (laughs) It says on it activity level. Tell you what's not better with Connect: walking around the house naked. Is it not? No, picks everything up. Do you still have a Connect? Yep. It's on top of the TV. I think you're the only. You and my uh, sister are the only people I know that own one. Do you own one, Bouncy? You probably do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mm. We did have two. I just, I still, I've thought about it in the past. I just don't see the point. My sister brings hers up now and again. We play it a little bit, and then I think, oh, I still don't want one. The Wii U. You ready to buy one yet? Yeah? Has it, it got any games? 
Nah. No staying expensive is that no, there, there is some their, their big selling point is no games and it's no, staying expensive no they've um, they've announced that they're going to have a new a new Zelda they're going to have Zelda shit they're going to do a, a re remaking of Windbreaker Zelda, Zelda. Shit. carry on um, new Smash Brothers that has me interested we've got that on the Vita <laughs> No, Smash Brothers, as in yeah, Nintendo Smash Brothers. I know he is. <laughs> I don't know what the difference is. So the same um, game, but no, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, that was... That was that it, though? Basically Smash Bros. Smash Bros. Um, a brand new Zelda. I don't like Zelda. But really? <laughs> I hate Zelda games. Really? I've oh, tried yeah. so many of them, and they're all the same annoying... I assume you'll buy one with all this exciting news, though, won't you, Bouncy? It's, it, but none of it's going to be out for a good while. I'd be surprised if half those games are out before Christmas anyway, because they're only just being announced. If you think back to the Wii launch, there were games that were launched before that launch that didn't come out in the first year of the Wii console. I can't see how games that they haven't even announced up until recently are going to be done in six months' time, given that Nintendo like to spend ages making the games right, or therefore read their customers are so desperate they'll buy it whether it's right or not. Um, unless there's like five of those games released by Christmas, I'm not going to touch it. I want it, and but I want those games. And if they're on the way, I can wait. It's as simple as that. There's a lot of other stuff I could be doing with my time. This isn't 1993. I don't just have access to one machine. I have access to lots. And if you want to bring a new console out, you better bring out a lot of games for me to have some choice as well. They're not really can trying, I, are they? Can so I just up. clarify with Anna? Mm. What's that Zelda game called? <laughs> I know I got it wrong in the morning, Barris. Now leave me alone. So it's not Windbreaker. Shut up. I didn't notice she'd said it. <laughs> when he said it in the, uh, in the chat, I was like, oh, God, that is what she said. It is. Um, all right, Barris. <laughs> but what, what gameplay mechanics would right, Legend going. of Zelda Windbreaker involve? I'm going. <laughs> no, stay, no stay, come on. It's only because it's a humorous name. (laughs) (laughs) Zelda moves around on a boat by farting. That sounds awesome. It does, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, I can't even think of anything I particularly want them to do with the Wii U. Achievements. I'd play games on it. Smash Bros and Mario, yeah. Mario Galaxy 3, I probably... But I wouldn't even want to play. I didn't play the other two. I just watched my wife play them and helped her when it got hard. So, Rayman Legends. <laughs> it, I can't wait for that game. Bag, <laughs> Sorry, if anybody can laugh at Anna saying Windbreaker, I can laugh at you saying, I'll help my wife once it gets hard. That's, <laughs> that's just as funny for me. <laughs> We're turning into a smutty podcast tonight. Turning but, um, into? Yeah, Mario Galaxy, Mario, Smash Bros. I can't think of much else that I'd really want to play. Don't want to play Rayman? Does I've it make any anyone else angry? Anyone every time he says "Smash Bros," does it make you angry? Well, what are you no, calling it then? Call does it make you angry, Bouncy? It does because it's Smash Brothers. That's what it is. It's just abbreviated, like Mario Brothers. You don't call Mario Brothers Mario Bros, do you? It is Smash Bros. You don't say Bros. You don't say Bros. But that's what it says on the game. When you read someone, when you get, when I get a letter through the post addressed to me, how do you pronounce those first two letters? You don't go mur. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, M R is an abbreviation for Mister. I'm not Mur. <laughs> it's not Rose. It's fucking Brothers. No, it's not. It is. Wow. We need anyway. a vote. Well, me and Bouncy get two votes each. Let's not go to a vote. It's just common sense. What's it? What? What is the game that features Mario that's set in 
on the Super Nintendo, Steve? What's it called? Super Mario Bros. on it. I'll call it that. No, no it's not. They're all got bros on it. Nobody calls Super Mario Brothers Super Mario Bros. unless there's something chemically wrong. L.A. Noir. <laughs> you don't say La Noir, do you? No, because it's got the best <laughs> L.A. is a play. Yeah, I think that's just how it was introduced to me when I got it. Super Smash Bros. So I've just called it that. Oh, dear. But, um, you and your Alex the Kid. Saying about LA Noir, I had a customer come into my shop and ask me for a copy of Lenore, which I still think is the funniest thing I'm ever going to get asked at that shop. I just spat everywhere. My friend's name wanted to see the Matrix, and she kept going about Matrix, and no one knows what she's on about. And then it turns Alex X has just said in the chat, What about Donkey Kong Juru? Juru, yeah. <laughs> I would have a Donkey Kong game. Yeah. <laughs> ignoring the joke. <laughs> but, um, is there anything else? Because I didn't like Pikmin particularly. I, I got it and I, I played it for a bit and I just got bored. But is there anything else they've got that they could possibly release? You've found that Zombie U's not very good. Oh, it's awful. No, have we still got that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably steal that off you, to be honest, to borrow it off you, Love Film or something. They actually apologise for Love Film not being on there. <laughs> they come out with, like, oh, was, yeah, because he wasn't on there when <laughs> we first got it. But um, I can't think of anything else that would be really, unless they've got some new stuff coming out, like brand new names. But then just they need to come man. up with some fancy, innovative way to actually use the hardware, which they haven't really yeah. at the moment. Rayman's got a lot riding on it, really. That needs to be bloody awesome well, and show was. everyone how to actually make a good game on the Wii. Because at the moment, the the Mario Bros game that's on there doesn't, because <laughs> um, it's just, just stupid and pointless the way it uses the gamepad on there, and. Zombie U's just annoying because it's too hard. And even that, it's it doesn't really hard, it just... use it brilliantly because all you're really doing is just holding the thing up against the wall occasionally. Uh, use the tech properly, and they're not. So Nintendo need to show everyone how to do it, and they're not. So mm. it's all on Rayman. The, on, the only other game that's in, in, like, kind of intrigued me at all is one that barely anybody's heard about, and that's Sacrilegium, which is a, a vampire survival horror that's coming out later this year nobody's talked about it nobody's mentioned it barely anybody knows it's out and you know what it, it could be brilliant it could be zombie you but better because they could fix the mistakes that that game made and yet everybody's talking about oh look there's bloody a, a new pikmin game and there's the rayman game who cares what, you know why is it that nintendo haven't got anything decent coming out in six months time you know pikmin it was a great game once but now it's it, it's lost its its market, and it will find a fan base. Of course, it will, but it's not a system seller. They need something to come along, and say, "Here you go. You need a Wii U because you want to play this." And Rayman Legends had the potential to be, and still does. But there's rumours now that going multi-format, and if it does, the Wii U's lost another kind of string to its bow. No reason for it not to with Smart no. Pass and the Vita out there. There's <laughs> no reason why that couldn't work multi-format. And I think basically. Nintendo have dropped a bit of a ball by their big thing on this generation that's making their console cost so much is something the other two can just do with existing technology that people have in their house. Especially the way Xbox do it, because everyone's got a smartphone or a tablet now. Everyone can use smart glass, and PlayStation nerds are going to have a Vita. So, it's the same with Bayonetta, though. That you jump into a bit of a leap there, not 
that many people have smartphones and tablets now. I mean, it's growing. Of Every course it is, I, but... I guarantee, sir, that if you've got an Xbox 360 in your house, you have at least one smartphone or tablet in there as well. I don't know. I bet if we polled a lot of the students at the college we're at the moment, they I all bet, have smartphones. I bet not all of them have smartphones. Yeah, but one of their parents will, or there'll be a tablet. <laughs> yeah, but they're not going to borrow the their dad's phone so they can play a game on it. The only way forward I can see for it is for them to make the gamepad thing an optional extra and just release a cheaper version of the console that you don't need that for, but then it doesn't have any kind of hook over the other two, other than the fact that, yeah, it's not as powerful as the PS4, the uh, Xbox gazillion, magillion, um, and oh yeah, it's not got achievements, it's not got very good online play, uh, graphics aren't quite up. as good, yeah, they're, I think they've, they've they potentially won't. really ballsed up. They've ballsed up massively. It's obvious from day one they've ballsed up. When they tried to sell it on that stupid firework display thing, that I, again, you said it's the most played thing, but I still refuse to accept that that is good. That is just the pixely Nintendo World bollocks, whatever it's called. Is it Nintendo, Nintendo Land. Nintendo Land. Oh, we haven't got that yet. Yeah, it just... Don't say yet. No, it just we looks terrible. Full stop. And if, when that was their big kind of, look what we've got on it, people are going to flop to do this i know i've said it i'm probably like a broken record but the second i saw it i thought they are fecked they are ruined i can say as someone now who's spent six hours playing nintendo land it is a triumph and it's possibly the best game i've played on that system yeah, that's not saying much that's like saying it's the best disease you've ever had oh no i'm <laughs> no i'm saying it's <laughs> actually as a in a same room multiplayer experience it's probably the best one i've had in three years in terms of gaming it's just it doesn't it shouldn't work um but there's elements in there that just work brilliantly but you do need the maximum amount of players to really get the most from it uh so you know is it better than happy action theater for local multiplayer fun yes yeah we might have to go and do you reckon if i ask nicely they'll just let me swap it over for zombie you yes any money (laughs) <laughs> they, they probably would, because Zombie's retail price is still about 50 quid. So the trading probably wouldn't be that much. You know, you'd probably be looking at 30 quid trading on it. Interesting. You might have to make this happen. Um, where was I? You're distracted. Anna's telling me this people at the door. <laughs> trying to bloody distract me. There it wasn't just me. No, I reacted to it, but... I- well, that's because it's wasn't. half past nine at night. Anyone knocking on the door now only wants to rob me. <laughs> and is about to get stolen while we go onto the shopping list. Sorry, whose shopping list? Aidy's shopping list. I don't even know what's on Aidy's shopping list this week. I haven't looked. What have we got? Hitman HD collection. Whoop de fucking do. <laughs> That's now on the Xbox 360 and the PS3. Who cares about Hitman? I thought that was already out. It's, oh, it's the HD collection. I'm thinking of the new one that was already out. Don't worry. What are you looking at? She was talking to nobody at the door then. I wasn't talking to anyone. I didn't say a word. <laughs> I swear you spoke. <laughs> you were just singing to yourself. Are yeah. you getting this bouncy? Uh, no. Maybe no. The, the, the earlier Hitman <laughs> games... 
didn't do much for me. But to have them all for 20 quid, I mean, these HD collections are a good way. I've said it before. They're not really for people that have played them in the past. They're for people who probably missed that whole generation and want an opportunity to go back and play an older game. And, and they're not bad games, but to play an older game that's slightly less offensive to the eyes. And, um, you know, if you, if you played the newest one, you liked it, you want to see the story that went before it, what better way than getting that story for 20 quid in if, HD? If you're Sheepdog, that's the better way. Yeah, but not everybody wants to be like Sheepdog, do they? No, Thankfully. Sheepdog be like me, surely. Come on now. Nino Cooney, Wrath of the White Witch, is out on the PlayStation 3 on U- in the UK. Namco Bandai Partners, February 1st, 2013. That Nino Cooney, um, just the very special edition of that, that was expensive and whatnot. I'm trying to find the deal now. But that was going for like 40 quid or something crazy. It's on a... 49 Is that only on PlayStation 3, by the way? It's 49 on PlayStation 3. It's on PlayStation 3, was originally out on the DS before that. It's okay. on the Vita. As I thought it was on the 360 as well. I didn't realize I'm talking about the proper box set. That's like the special edition. Um, oh, yeah. I'm trying to find it now, but it, it was apparently retailing for much, 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 much more. Is that where you get the magic book? Something like that. Mm. Oh, they're all gone. That was on that ten ways to have more money as a student without working website. Mm. Just... I I should have had that, and a game cancelled my order yesterday, and let me know that it wasn't going to be coming, and I wasn't going to get one either. And it was then too late to reorder it somewhere else. So fuck you, game. <laughs> That'll learn them. Oh. It'll, it'll learn me for trying to buy something from game. Profit if they'd mess me shit. around like that with my songbird, they'll be hell to pay. There will never be another podcast episode because I'll be smashing all the gear. No, you won't. But songbird. I don't get... You got that one, didn't you? You can't, huh? Yeah, but I want the songbird too. Yeah, I'll get that off as well. Yeah. What's Omerta, City of Gangsters? All I know is it's out on the Xbox 360 today. Right, well, it's by the people that made the Tropico games, which um, the more recent ones have appeared on the Xbox. It's like a um, it's, it's like a kind of Sim City theme hospital type thing oh, she based, based around gangsters. And it's not very good, apparently, but... Gangsters you know. before, wherever it's called. I'm not going to get another one. I should get the proper one. Yeah, if you if you want a good gangster game where you can kind of look after a city, get the Godfather games because they were really good. So get those instead. They're about a third of the cost and ten times as good. When people stop me in the street and after I've finished signing their autographs and posing for pictures and whatnot, do you know the thing they ask me for most? What's that? The return of Bullshit Simulator of the Week. I've seen a lot of old people come up and say to you, like, Kevin, Venna, you're bringing it back. Usually Italians. I tell you when. Well, I do live in Peterborough. Mm. Tell you when I'm fucking bringing it back. Right now, kids. We've got three bullshit simulators this week. Count three. them, sheepdog. One, two, three. Yeah. What do you want to be? Do you want to do police simulator? Do you want to do ski region simulator? So this isn't skiing. No, you're simulating the region. And I'm not the ski plow. No, that was the region. Game, ski plow simulator. Or, so what's ski region? My personal favourite, Traffic Manager. Because <laughs> you know, it's not even got a simulator in the title. You're at, you're an actual manager. It's sort of a promotion, isn't it? There's probably not a single road in that. You're probably just... You've got a little device screen where you... I'd like to think that game is all about just controlling the traffic lights. Mm. Got to be, in it? 
especially if it's a traffic lights in Lincoln, where they've got that road that's three lanes, and one of them changed directions halfway through the day, depending on what the man in the little office... Happens in Birmingham. We went on a school trip there when I was at primary school, and we went in the room where the man sits, pressing the button to decide which direction the the traffic goes on that road. If that's in Traffic Manager, I'll be buying that game. If we checked that this is this could be like the, the game about his life, you could just start off as him, his pet, you, know, you start off as his mum giving birth to him, and then you call and then he joins the police yeah. and goes to work in a ski region. I mean, all three. I just went traffic manager. Ski region is about some other legend. Ski let's face it. Ski region is about someone who's kind of not trying very hard at life. I'm assuming you're just flying over um, computer created. Ski regions. I'm assuming you're not skiing on them. You're not. Well, l- let me give you some detail there on, on ski region. Um, this one you, you, is essentially you look after the whole resort, but you can drive the vehicles on the ski slopes. Yeah, I doubted them. I thought so, they yeah. yeah, yeah. So just imagine that a snowplow driving up a ski slope. <laughs> it's gonna be fun, isn't it? It's gonna be fun, and you can play with salt as well. Salt, just have loads of salt. I want to put loads of salt just before a long slope. Can so I plant up his garden, dig up all their flowers, and then salt the earth so nothing ever grows there again? Is that a feature? Of I don't think you find much grows under snow in a ski resort, anyway. To be fair, Christmas nearby. tree fellas do, yeah. don't they? Yeah. yeah, those Christmas tree fellas do uh, things, though. You could salt them. If you put weed killer on the ground near them, they go brown but don't fall over. Mm. I know that from the end so of my driveway. prefer the colour brown over the colour green? Well, I'm sort of greeny-browny colourblind, so I don't know. Yeah, my dad, my, yeah, my dad said, why is your tree brown? <laughs> Probably the weed killer, isn't it? That was my answer, and I'm sticking by it. So you so, don't know for sure. It's not a scientific test you've done. It's well, just... no, I never claimed it was a scientific test. <laughs> I was just giving you an anecdote. You published it in a journal. <laughs> published People have been doing lots journal. of that information. Police simulator. That's not going to be like the opposite side of Grand Theft Auto, is it? This is going to be training for the fitness test to get in <laughs> and making sure you pass the eye test, because obviously eye tests are crucial and topical at the moment. Wow. Well, let me give you a bit of detail on Police Simulator, shall I? See. Um, this is uh, developed by a company called Cyberfob X, and it says, You are a police chief in control of the police force of a European city. That's generic. Nothing's too obvious there. Coordinate police cars, police helicopters, detectives, and forensic teams to make sure law and order is maintained, and no crime goes unpunished. Which I love that last bit. No crime goes unpunished. So what I want is to give all of my like troops guns and say, if any litters, shoot them. <laughs> if they can let me do that, my streets will be crime-free. 100%. It will be like Judge Dredd, but without all the gangland killings. I can already imagine this game, though. You're just starting it up, and all you get is a picture of just basically a wall, the wall of your office, your phone, and it will just ring, and it will say, like, old lady mugged in uh, Deep in St. James. And then... Uh, You'll just click dispatch the uh, firing squad. Police are looking for a man with 17 coats. <laughs> yep. And then. Um... He's not wearing his bloody coat, by the way. Breaking news. That's because police are looking for a man with 17 coats. You did tell me that Bouncy wasn't going to be on the show, and I only wear that coat to protect me from the bad man. <laughs> so I'll be trying to put a brave face on. Um, but yeah, I could just imagine it just being that over and over again. So you've just got to decide which button to click. So, oh, cat stuck up tree. We've called the police instead of the fire brigade because I got mixed up. And uh, you just send out your Bobby on the beat. Mm. 
Bouncy, you seem yeah. to have details of all the simulators. Is Traffic Manager based in Lincoln? No, it's not. Tra- traffic Manager doesn't say where it's set. Um, so it could be Lincoln. It could, well, you could pretend it's Lincoln. I mean, the, the, the artwork on the box has eight-lane traffic lanes, so it looks more like an American thing. And they're all driving on the right. But let's pretend it's Lincoln. Uh, play it next to a mirror. Look at the mirror. Uh, the, the tagline for this game is grapple with the gridlock, which I think is, uh, you know, somebody's having fun. And uh, that's also developed by Cyberfob X. And uh, they're both those games, oh, all three of those games, £9.99. So you kind of offer for buying all three? I'd imagine if you buy all three, you just have a lot of quiet time because none of your friends will come and visit. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Medal of Honor's being shelved, Sheepdog. How do you feel about that? Mm. Um, glorious. Oh, you meanie. <laughs> Bouncy has written to me in a little love letter that you passed me earlier today. Is it a bad thing to not have a game on an annual rotation? Battlefield is now EA's annual shooter. Will this be the final nail in the coffin for the franchise? Yeah. Good job you got an answer prepared there. That <laughs> answered. I think it will be. Um, Medal of Honor, the last one, just didn't exactly set the world on fire, did it? I've never played Medal of Honor, any of them. Never had any interest in it. Yeah, I love Battlefield. I had them. I had the first few. I, I mean, I love the start of, I can't remember which one it is now, um, where, you, I can't remember the name of it, but I Medal know Medal of Honor is the name no, of it. Sheepdog. Where you start on the beaches of Normandy and run up and you've been fired at and you've got to basically make it through that and normally landings. That is an excellent level. Was that on the PC or the PlayStation? PlayStation. That was Frontline. Frontline. Um, but I didn't get very far in that, so I just sat and watched my Danish cousin uh, complete it for me. That's what the Americans did during D-Day. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, I completed that mission. Went on further. But, um, yeah, I just... It used to be really good. I just don't think there's much to it now. You know, Sorry, no, you're not Jimmy Pat. That's what I was just about to say. The, the worst thing they ever did Med of Honor was bring him to the present day because it was nice. It felt they, the originals were produced by Steven Spielberg, if I remember right, and they did feel like a kind of a Spielberg LucasArts film. You kind of had this gung ho American hero, and uh, and they were great games. And I liked the, the modern update because it felt a bit more. It felt gritty in massive inverted commas, but. Um, it didn't have that kind of undressing up in their outfits and sneaking around blowing up secret <laughs> missile bases. It's terrible as well. You'd spend a whole mission trying to find secret passports, dressing up as a German. You'd walk into a room and they'd go, oh, no, this is Jimmy Patterson. Don't you alarm. <laughs> yeah. That's probably because you went in with your gun drawn. Well, that was yeah. the difference. If you, if you had the uniform but your gun away, you didn't look like Jimmy Patterson. All it had and all the wanted posters was, this man will have a gun in his hand. That's Jimmy Patterson. Here's the enemy. You will kill him. But they, they were great. They were just fun and, and ridiculous and over the top. And that's what you want from a game, really. And I'd, I would adore it if they went away and said, all right, let's have a couple of years, three years, work on next gen, actually come up with a really good, take what they've done in Hitman, take what they've done in Lenore, take what they've done in uh, Smash Bros, mix all that together and make a new Jimmy Patterson era Medal of Honor. I'd buy it immediately. You want a Has shooter be that's a cross Patterson. between Medal of Honor, <clears throat> L.A. Noir, and Smash Brothers. Well, not Smash Brothers, no. That was that was just slipped of the tongue there. But no, just, yeah, think about it. If you had an open world, like say you had Berlin, a bit like Saboteur, but imagine you then had that as a first-person shooter in that big city, see so a bit like Far Cry, but you're Jimmy Patterson, so you're undercover. I mean, again, Far Cry does that kind of thing where you dress yeah. up. 
bearing you know, in mind I've never played these games, I'm assuming it already is just like the saboteur because I'm basing it all on how Sheepdog does the accents. <laughs> it's, it sort of is. I mean, it was all first-person shooter, and they were basically just put you in. The original idea was to put you in the battlefield and, and make you feel some sort of stuff. And the PC ones were far better to start off with, but the PS2 caught up quite quick uh, once the PS1 ones are out of the way. And it was a, it was a great series. Jimmy Patterson was a great character. They used to start all the missions with like old. Uh, cine film of like mission briefings. You had this guy who was like, "You're gonna go to the place yeah. and blow up a train, but uh, but you can't be seen by the Germans, and my American accent is completely gone." Yeah. And, and then you go do your mission, and it was great. And then when you finished it, you could like watch actual kind of documentary footage about that era and the real missions and the real people that did it, and it felt respectful. And that was kind of something that was missing for a lot of the World War Two games. Didn't some of them have a bit of a? We're really sorry that went to shit there, Jimmy Patterson. You know, we, we didn't see that coming. Who'd have thought the Nazis would have put up a fight? I went away from my accent as well there. But... It is the saboteur. It's like playing the saboteur. <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're talking about there, Jimmy Patterson. <laughs> but no, it's hello there, Jimmy. <laughs> they were great games, Jimmy. And you know, when they tried to be Call of Duty, I just remember it went I off the bar. mute you two now. I forgot I had. We that should ability. mute you. We're trying to talk about Call of Duty with accents. You... All I can hear is you doing accents. Right. Well, you know, anything about Call of Duty. Anyway, but there's the thing. So now you've got Battlefield. There's now going to be an annual series. That takes the piss. I mean, you don't need Battlefield even slightly because they'll release a Battlefield. Then they'll release about a million £10 bloody updates to it. And then they'll charge it user frigging servers. What are they thinking? Why are they? That's the thing. If they're going to do it every year, they've got to stop milking you for server money, surely. Because I haven't touched that since I know that, I think that's changed slightly. We established before, but I haven't touched that since then. Well, there still there still aren't any EA hosted servers, are there? I think you are just playing on people's private servers, but you can sort of jump in and out of other people's. Is my understanding of it? I could They're be just making greedy that ass clowns, aren't they? Basically, yeah. So basically, you've got I'd love what, for them to just go. What were you telling me the other day about names. the amount yeah, of people yeah. who were on Battlefield Premium? I think it was like two point nine million. Yeah, three million people have Battlefield Premium. Mental. But then, let's be fair, if it was called the Battlefield Season Pass and was released along with the launch of the game, we wouldn't complain about it. The point was, they kind of went after us and went, ah, well, we, want, we, we didn't sell quite as many copies as we wanted to, and these Season Passes are selling well, so we'll sell you a Season Pass and we'll give you priority servers and you can get something special in-game. I mean, actually, the practice of paying for stuff up front isn't that bad. Call of Duty's Elite service was criticised because essentially you're paying for kind of preferential treatment and stats. So they made that go free and then just sold you the Season Pass. I wouldn't expect Battlefield 4 to do what they've done with 3. I should imagine they just go straight down a Season Pass route as well. But I just worry that a series that was renowned for quality and kind of variation is now just becoming, let's just get it out and sell it on the brand rather than the product. And that's, that's always dangerous for anything. So I'm glad Medavon is well out of that, to be honest. And if it means that Battlefield, if EA lose some money on it, then great. Mm. And hopefully, that, again, they'll learn the mistake and think, you know, I can wait two years for another Call of Duty game. I can wait two years. I can wait three years for a very good battlefield game but i don't want them to be working on one while still looking after the other because there's no guarantee then the idea of the best multiplayer games in the world are the ones where you buy into and then you have them to play for three years i had that with burnout paradise they kept supporting that game right the way down the line and you know nowadays it's like well if you've bought call of duty i say say modern warfare 3 
and you haven't got any of the map packs, you try and get a decent multiplayer match now. Exactly, that's what we found on the forum. Just, we all got Battlefield, and then they released the map packs that meant everyone had to upgrade or they just had to play on their own. And then yeah. that lasted about two months, and suddenly there was another bloody pack. It was doing my head in constantly. I went to decide whether I wanted to give up playing with people I was friends with or panned at them and give them another five ten pound or, just... or the alternative is the compatibility patch as well which they sometimes do to say well you can play with them but you're gonna have to download a gig before you can play by which yeah. time everybody else has started and you're left out of the game exactly it's it's a, a, a kind of a horrible trend that's that's really taken off recently and uh, from my point of view yeah metal is great it can be great again and i think now it's been taken out of that pressure zone hopefully it will be back and as good as ever They'll just figure out a way to monetize it even more. Which I, don't, I mean, <clears throat> I'm not against companies trying to make money. It's just when they do it in a way that stops you from actually enjoying the game you paid for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. Is is, is are you being treated as a customer, or are you being treated as a bank yeah. of limitless a uh, tap of funds? And you know, I don't mind. Everybody should make money. If you don't make money, they don't make games. That's yeah, exactly common sense if they make a decent game we'll buy it and we'll support it you know people buy dlc for the games that they want to play so like kev with his forza and his dirt uh well, it's not his dirt his uh rally dlc not for Which him shit. but you bought it because you enjoyed the game yeah and then it gave me a completely different game in the dlc <laughs> but then for some people that's what they wanted you know you can't really kind of make two calls like you bought a rally thing do you normally like rally games no well, there you go, you see. So you can't really say, <laughs> I bought this rally game, and it was a rally game, you fuckers. <laughs> and it's, but it's six. But if you did want a rally game, I've heard good things about it from people that play rally games. Yeah, they want that experience. And, of course, you can buy that. That's not in the original game, but it's there if you want it. And you can then almost say to developers, yeah, that's what we want. If you make another one, they can look at those sales and think, well, we can either do that after the effect because some people did and some people didn't. Or is it a, a majority of the kind of user base have gone for it will include that in the next game so it's, it's, it's a handy way of doing it but we'll have to see how it goes longer term ever since i got home today all i've heard from anna is make sure we talk about tear away on the podcast later we've got to talk about tear away um this is the new media molecule game <clears throat> on the vita isn't it it is what, is there something new about it because you're going on about it it What's just happened? looks amazing you're an envelope person it, it, it just the the way you touch it and everything, it acts like paper. It feels like paper, and it instead of textures, how they normally do a game, it is just like, it's just paper. And it's, oh. You poke the back of the screen with the touchpad, don't you? And your fingers come through the paper and appear on the screen, and all excitement it just like looks that. Great. It looks like it might be a way to use the gimmicky bullshit controls on the Vita for something that's not shit, which would be quite nice. When's it out? 2013, that's all we've got at the that's moment. the year we're in now. It, it must is. already be in the shops. <laughs> no, it's not out yet, but it it, it could be a system seller, I reckon. Really? I do. Has something new happened with it this week for it to be all over the news? I don't know, it's just everywhere at the moment. and well, They've got go. like another trailer out. It just it looks really nice. Awesome. Bouncy, tell us about House of Hell. Bouncy? Bouncy, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> Sorry, I you muted. Um, no, so <laughs> the, uh, the the reason Tearaway, I'll go back to that. Come back to Hell's Over. The reason Tearaway's in the news is they've announced the achievements. Um, when you unlock an achievement, you can then go and print off a, a papercraft character from the game that you can make yourself and put on your mantelpiece. Oh, that's awesome! 
Yeah, they were saying when they were developing it, they were asking, you know, if you if you had Skylanders, people like that, what if you could kind of print out a character and make it yourself and people are like going mad for it. So yeah, Unlocking Achievements unlocks these paper craft uh, characters, which I think is awesome. So more of that, please, Mr. Sony. Um, but yeah, so right, moving on, House of Hell. Uh, this is from my friends at Tin Man Games. Um, it's the new iPad version of the Fighting Fantasy book, uh, the classic book. Uh, if I remember, hang on, let me just check. Uh, yeah, book 10 in the original Puffin series uh, that sees you in a kind of 1970s horror movie scenario where you you accidentally run over an old man in the rain, uh, go and knock on a creepy-looking mansion, and then you're faced with hunchbacks, ghosts, demons, um, uh, dead women, uh, ghouls, skeletons with hats on, uh, zombies in the curtains, and fire people that you can throw alcohol on and make them stronger. And it's uh, very good. They've previously made Blood of the Zombies, which was incredible. This one's because it's an older game. They've had the challenge of trying to make the more kind of complex dice rolling mechanic of the original books because Blood of the Zombies was a new one for kind of current gen gamers to try and get into the game books. Whereas this is like roll a set of dice for you, roll a set of dice for the enemy. Whoever gets the highest combined dice and skill score strikes a hit. Um, Very, very hard. But very cool and, and really nicely polished. And it's £3.99 at the moment on iOS. You can also get it on Android. And you can get it for the Nook as well uh, with more platforms coming. Mm. But, uh, yeah, if, if you like fighting fantasy books, you should already have it. I've written a big run through for it for the blog. So if you go to the Mature Game website, you can read that as well. It'll give you a bit more in-depth and some videos and stuff you can watch. And that's, I think, all I need to say on that. It's brilliant. And go and buy it. Well done. Thanks. Dark X has asked in the chat for live coverage of his of his game of words with friends that he's currently got going on with Anna. She's just t- stolen her phone from me. I need to read out the score. I need to read the score, woman. I know he's beating. Give it here. Um, ah, okay. I just do it because I want to. I'm dyslexic and it makes me better with words. I see. You know you're nowhere near a microphone at the moment, don't you? I think they can hear her, though. <laughs> Dalek's bragging about how he's beating a dyslexic woman. <laughs> Scrabbled. That's something to be proud of. I mean, to be fair, I'm still quite proud that I managed to break the 500 barrier. Um, even if dyslexic or not, that's still a good score. But, um, but you've been playing Dante's Inferno this week. I have. Um, now, I, this is another one that when it was... Uh, I, I think it was... I can't remember when it was released now, actually. Um, but when it was coming out, I was thinking either I have to get an Xbox to play that or I'm getting that because I've already got an Xbox. But um, the point was I was raving about it and then when it came out, I just completely forgot, never looked at it. And I was just going through Love Film the other day looking for games that after getting loads and loads and loads of games I knew I wasn't going to like or just hadn't even asked for, I decided, right, I'm only going to pick games that I definitely have wanted over the past few years. And um, I don't know if you've, have you ever heard of the, uh, it's called Divine Comedy. It's what this game's based on. It's like a... We have Dante's Inferno. He says he's not played it. No, I haven't played it. I've got no interest in it. But it's based on a 14th century story about a man who is, uh, Mrs. is uh, dead. And also, to be fair, there's loads of different starts to it, but he ends up basically getting on a boat going to hell and travelling through I'll the different through levels the of hell yeah. and then the different levels of uh, purgatory, heaven or whatever and there's like a story through that and it's like this really, really old story and I've, I've read, I read that before and I always thought this would make either a brilliant game or a fantastic 
long-running TV show. And I was thinking to myself, right, if I'm ever at a point where I can uh, start writing award-winning TV shows, I'll write Dante's Inferno as a TV show. And then I saw it come out as a game, and I just thought, fuck me. They've stolen my idea, for one thing. They've, you know, 600 years this was about. I think about making a game for it, and then some bastard does it within a year, goddammit. But anyway... Um, so I started up today, uh, not today, the other day, and um, I've been playing a little bit. And I, uh, the reason I said today was because I started playing it before I got enough. I want to get a bit further before I uh, go on the show. And you, it's not the kind of game you want to play in front of your kids. No, it's no. gruesome no. as hell. Every time my daughter Depends walks in like the room. you like your kids or not. I mean, early on in it, there's like someone's been stabbed through the eye with a crucifix. Um, for some reason, I think the, the people who made like the graphics to like designing the characters I think they're a little bit childish because for no reason whatsoever the, the woman that Dante's in love with in the story in the game constantly has her tits out no matter what I mean she's laying dead on the floor with one tit out and then when her spirit's talking to him both of them both are. of them are out so every time you see her, yeah, we've got this game got out. Ah, but, um, interesting they've changed the story a little bit on the game because in this he's he's been stabbed in the back he's dead but he defeats death and he's using Death's Scythe as a weapon. And um, he goes back to his hometown to see his missus, you know, go down there and say, you know, darling, I'm home from the war. You know, how are you doing? What have you been up to? Yeah. He gets home and they're all dead. And he goes into the garden. His missus there with her jubblies out, sword through her chest. Um, a spirit rises out and says, oh, I knew you'd come for me, but it's a trap and gets sucked off back to um, hell. So, yeah, he's just got to travel through each level, basically, until he gets her. But I'm wondering whether it will bother to do purgatory and does it do purgatory in heaven it goes lost the whole whole lot yeah cool because i thought it just did the seven levels of hell and i was thinking would i do a sequel it'd be a bit boring if it just was walking through heaven (laughs) you know i just think it seems like it always seemed like a great idea for a game it's like this dante who wrote it in the 14th century for you know i'm gonna i'm gonna write a story to a game and then just wait for the technology to come i'm gonna make a fortune here when they invent consoles it just died before it happened bless him we 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 watched a, a great film the other day that he says, oh, it would have been a great game. Paint your chicken. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Cabin in the Woods. Was it Mario Bros? <laughs> Cabin in the Woods would have been an awesome game. That is a mental g- film, that is. Yeah, you need to watch that, actually. Yeah, I, can't, I might have seen it. I can't remember. What's it about? So there's a cabin and it's in some woods. Yeah. It's like the Truman Show mixed with... A cabin that's in the woods. It is mental. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll, hey, sheep I'll dog, get sheep it. Dog, and... Sheep dog, sheep dog, sheep mm-hmm. dog. There's a cabin. Yeah. <laughs> Guess where it is? In a forest. Close. Yeah. It's in some woods. It's not a werewolf film, is it? I think I asked you this before. No, no. There, no. There's a werewolf in it. Yeah, Because that zombie thing, I think this is where I get the name from, that zombie thing I did last year, they have a cabin in the woods... Um, event you can go to. I think I told you this before, where you can yes. go there, you stay in a cabin, and basically at some point in the night, you're going to get attacked by werewolves. And matey off of the Avengers is in it. Yes, Thor. I was going to say, which one? Yeah. <laughs> you could have said matey from Thor's in it. Yeah, but I can't say that word. So I can't do my THs. Can't I say it? No. Is it Thor, chicken? Yeah. All right, windbreaker. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so that is excellent. I was expecting it to be a bit of a damp squib, and I was thinking that's the second what? time today you said damp squib, and I ask you again: Have you what? ever found a dry squib? What's a squib? I don't know, but it's not squid, is it? Because I watched the no, it's not squid. Crowd. She said damp squid, and then got shut down for it. So I've... what is a squib? I don't know. And can you get a dry one? Bouncy. Where's the internet? 
But yeah, you know a squib's an explosive. There you go. It's like, uh, you know, like the tiny little sticks of dynamite you get for like firecrackers. That's a squib. And they're often used to trigger bigger explosions. So if it's damp, it won't light. So I thought that anyway, this, when I saw this was coming out, I thought, oh, brilliant, they're making it. And the more I learned about it, I thought, ah, it sounds a bit crap. So then I forgot all about it. But now I've got it and I'm playing it. It looks really good. So I'm thinking this will be one that's on my 4th of February. Unless we're doing 5 in Feb now. Um, don't have to find another one. But yeah, I'd suggest that if someone hasn't got it, if anyone hasn't got it or hasn't tried it, it's worth a shot. It's pretty much just the gameplay style is like, God of War, you know, you're basically pressing the same sort of combo. Same as uh, the game that I played earlier, I forgot the name, Darksiders 2. Same sort of, again, you're just walking around killing stuff by pressing the same buttons. And Can I ask a question? Yes, mate. Go. Because obviously you've played it, Anna's played it. Yep. Um, as parents, how did you feel killing unbaptized baby monsters? Did it bother me? Because there was a big thing that originally there was an achievement called bad nanny i can't remember if they took it out or not but a lot of kind of caring groups said you can't really kind of reward people for killing babies and uh, it was quite a quite an interesting would it have been result. okay if they were baptized monsters monster children well, they wouldn't be in they wouldn't they be understand how the baptism is different because if they were baptized they go to heaven because it's all the reasons why you would end up in it's hell. all properly sorry bouncy go on yeah no you go ahead it was just i said they just because they hadn't been baptized then they died they ended up in hell. It's seriously religious. Because mm. oh, it's hell. No, 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 it's not religious as in it's preaching at you. It's using the proper religion things to the letter. So if you don't baptise a kid, they're going to hell. But according to religion, both my kids and my wife are going to hell. But I'm not, ironically, and I'm the atheist. Because I've been <laughs> baptised and confirmed. But um, it's all bizarre. And uh, I was reading, because obviously I read the things, so I was reading, I was, I was refreshing myself on that earlier. It's things like fortune tellers, in this story, you will have their heads on backwards so they can't see what's ahead because that's what they spent their lives doing. So all the punishments in hell are ironic. Interesting. Mm. That would have been a brilliant segue to Inversion, which is the next game we're going to discuss. We should have probably pre-planned that section. You could just carry on with it, roll with it. Tell you what, rewind the tape, push Bouncy onto Inversion, let's make out with pros. Inversion, Bouncy. <laughs> okay. Jeez, that's a segue and a half, sheepdog. Why aren't you on actual radio? <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. Right, yeah, uh, Inversion. Well, obviously, we've talked about this a couple of times now. Obviously, Steve, you borrowed it from Love Film yeah. and sent it back because you didn't like it. I thought as part of four, for, four in February thing, I should really play a game that I, I don't know, that isn't regarded very highly, particularly among us. And I thought, bear in mind, we all universally slammed it. And I saw it at work in the four for 20 quid offer. I thought a fiver, that's cheaper, really, than renting it anyway. And uh, so I put it on the list and I played it today for, oh, I don't know, about seven hours and I'm about two thirds of the way through the game and I'm actually starting to really like it. As it's, um, you just say you felt eight pound ripped off by paying no, for that? No, um, In all honesty, it's the big criticism you had last time was that you couldn't control gravity, that you wanted to be in control of the gravity. That was the, I thought the that thing. Was the point of it, yeah. When you go through the game, you get a suit that gives you the ability to make things weightless or really heavy. And so you interact with things and platforms. And so that's there. Then that's kind of comes into it. And you also find out why huge chunks of the world are becoming kind of anti-gravity as well. And that's explained. And that's not something anybody's controlling, but it is something that's being manipulated. So it all makes sense in, a, in kind of the bigger terms of it. Um, but yeah, it's just, 
I'm playing it on medium difficulty as well. Normally, with a game I don't really like, I'll play it on easy just to get through it as quick as possible. But I think I'll give myself a challenge and just go through on the regular, play it as it was intended to be played, and see how we go. And I'm glad I did because all of the you finished a level achievements are all based on medium or higher. Otherwise, I wouldn't have got any of them. Um, but yeah, it's very much Gears of War, but with some anti-gravity mixed in. Uh, it starts off on Earth. I mean, as you know, it starts off and you're a cop or a detective guy and the world goes to shit. Jesus. Yeah. yeah but and what's weird about it, though, is it kind of, in some respects, is better because it's, you're not jumping in and saying, right, I'm Dirk McGurk world champion space marine I like Dirk you're, just, you're just a bloke trying to get back home to his family when the world's going to crap which is ultimately what most films and games end up being about but then they kind of transform you into a superhero as you go through by bringing in more sci-fi elements layer by layer rather than just kind of hammering it to you um there's big massive boss battles with like kind of a bit unbalanced actually if truth be told but yeah i'm i think i'm nine chapters out of 13 i've completed and so I expect to complete it over the weekend. And it's not that bad. There's a good co-op mode, which I'm desperate to try. So if anybody on the forum has got it, you don't have to admit it. You can direct message me. Uh, I'm actually quite keen to try the co-op because I think it could be quite fun just with a mate, just run through. And uh, it feels like you're playing a normal person fighting the good guys from Gears because they're all like massive, great, chunky people with big boots. And you're just running around with a T-shirt on. But uh, yeah. Oh, that's not the game you've got going with Dalek, is no, it? No, that's someone else. Anna's playing words with friends here. Her <laughs> letters that she's got. Sheepdog, you're good at cheating at Scrabble. Her <laughs> letters. Bearing in mind, the poor dyslexic girl here. Her yeah. letters. U, A, A, I, E, U, E. So you're actually going to complete it and you're happy with it and everything are you about to see? Or? Yeah. Yeah, I've just had some crisps now, so what you weren't going to come back to it. Sorry, mate. Well, I didn't want <laughs> to be rude. What flavour crisps have you got, Bouncy? Uh... I'm eating uh, Jacob's Oddities. Uh, they're like little cheese savers, but he's a smoky bacon flavour. They're a ten pence a bag from B&M. We have llamas, don't we? we? Well, they're giraffes, really. Llamas! It says llama on the pack, but they're clearly giraffes. Llamas. Have you ever seen them? Do you know the difference between a llama Oh, yeah, but your daughter has a giraffe, and it has no neck. That's not a giraffe, that's a horse. No, he's a giraffe because <laughs> he's got the little giraffe stick, fellas, on the top of his head. And how would you spell Jeffrey? What? I don't, I don't either spell it G-E-O or J-E-F-F. He said G-E-O. Yeah, well, he said J as well. Yeah, I never said your spelling was wrong. Yeah, but the way it looks, he looks like Goffrey. That's just, yeah, the rest of the world established that a long time ago. It breaks my head. I'm like, no. Well, the the giraffe in Toys R Us is Jeffrey with a G-E-O. So if we're talking giraffes, it has to be G-E-O. It's only giraffes, okay. That was a really easy one there. You had the word use, U-S-E, that got you 10 points. I didn't have an S. There was an S there on the Um... word stop. What? You're allowed to use the words that the letters are on the board too? Yeah, but I couldn't... <laughs> no wonder I'm shit at Scrabble. Uh, yeah. That's why Can you keep you spell... calling me a cheat, because I use the words that are there. Can you spell Jeffrey with a P-H? Um, no, it starts with a G. <laughs> no, in the middle of it, you <laughs> damn idiot. Uh... I'm sure you can stick a P-H in there on occasion. Can, um... I ask a more podcast-related important question. I'm not cheating against my own wife. I'm not. That's <laughs> terrible, in case anyone wonders <laughs> what I just meant. Um, I'm... <laughs> I'm glad Garlic Sex is listening, because that's got to be edited out and put in a clip. <laughs> 
no. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be allowed over anymore. Um, but I'm assuming this is you, Bouncy. Sim City Beta. It's a beta then. It can never I'd rather have beta. When did this happen? Um, well, I got sent a code for it. Uh, they had a, It's a closed beta, so you had to be invited in. Um, and I got invited in. So I played it last weekend for, for a couple of hours. And uh, yeah. Can't uh, have a word of them. Tell them that, you know. Well, it's finished now. What do you want me to oh, do? A bunch of twats. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, no. cheap dog. You can watch it on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. Do you know, I'll be entirely honest. I didn't really want to be in it. Um, there, was a, <laughs> there was a, a, like a sign up process that ran for a little while. And I thought, well, I'll fill it in because if I get it, then I can give the code away on the show and somebody really excited who wants to play it will get to play it. And then they said, you can download it today and you can play it for Saturday and Sunday and that's it. I was like, well, okay. So I downloaded it um, after doing the show last week. It took a few hours to get on. And uh, it's actually very, very good. The thing that put me off the SimCity games out of anything else was laying down the water sewage pipes and all the power lines to make sure everything was done right. All I really wanted to do was chuck a load of houses and shops down and then watch people do their like run their lives until a bloody giant monster or tornado ripped <laughs> through the town. And that was always, for me, it just it seemed a bit tedious and working out tax rates. And it was always too much of a simulation i didn't want that i wanted something in between and so that's why i like things like theme hospital and dungeon keeper and theme park because they were they were management but they weren't complete simulation with this one they've changed everything from that point of view it now everything's dictated by where you lay roads so your roads you then put a water tower on a road and it will then go from a certain point of you know, certain point of distance from there. So you can see the effect. You see it all flow out. You can see which way it flows. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you can see which water strength. And then you know which ones to put. Same with electric. Say, and you can use wind power. You need to put your sewage plant in and keep it away from homes. And stuff. It's all, everything's there from the originals, but it's a lot more polished, a lot better. And what's also cool is all the characters are Sims. So if you zoom right in the house, they all speaking the Simish kind of and stuff for they can stuff and uh yeah it's just it's really good it's really good and uh I, I didn't spend very long with it you only got access to a small amount the cities are now a bit smaller than they used to be but you build different cities that then link up so you could have one which is like a massive industrial city and one that's like more of a residential one that's all churches and uh then, you know vice versa and then just connect it up with motorways and yeah it, it's got huge potential as soon as the beta finished, it gave me an opportunity to pre-purchase the game. I thought, you know, despite my kind of misgivings I had, I was a bit confused because as soon as I loaded the game up, it automatically whacked everything to maximum setting. So the title screen was loads of flat edges just flashing at me because my computer wouldn't run them. So I had to turn everything down, and then it looked like a 1994... Is this why your computer's broken and you're recording on an iPad? No, no, that's Did just... Sim City break your game? Are you your... telling me I need to get a new graphics card for Sim City? No, but you just need to set it to whatever your machine can do. And it just struck me as odd that the first thing they were going to do, particularly in a beta, was go full, full high-end. Because obviously, if you have a high-end machine, yes, okay, you're going to get to see it really shiny and looking really lovely. But for everybody else, it just went judda flashy, like stuff not found, shadows all broken. And it Kind of put me off. But once I turned the settings, it, it played absolutely fine. So, yeah, the game finishes. And 
I had a chance to through, or, uh, through Origin to pre-purchase SimCity. And I thought, you know, actually, I might. I quite like that. I like the game. Let, let's let's buy it. Let's let's put up some money down. Let's buy it. And uh, they had an offer: if you buy it, you get forty quid off your next purchase. Oh, well, that's even better, you know. Unfortunately, the forty quid off your next purchase is split up into eight five-pound vouchers. <laughs> you can only use off individual ones. And the uh, digital deluxe copy that comes with extra content, sixty-four ninety-nine. Jeez. And I thought that's all right. I'll go. I'll go for the the regular regular copy. You know, it's on the on the, mm. the website. Forty-four ninety-nine. <gasps> And I thought, yeah, I could probably wait then. Yeah, that's scary. Cracking this stuff. is a PC game for £45. Pounds. Yeah. Blowing yeah. me away a little bit there. I mean, they say, and what annoyed me is it's, it's only available as a pre-order at 44 99 So they said you have some extra content, but you're paying more for it and you're paying in advance. And that doesn't make any sense. Well, you have to pay for it now as well. Well, I assume you wouldn't necessarily be straight away, but I'm saying you're, you're signing up to buy it in advance and therefore paying more because if i went to a shop on day launch that's not going to be 44.99 no definitely so you could you could order 42.99 in game at the moment just having a look actually no that's the exclusive collector's edition the standard limited edition 34.99 there you go you see i could order a physical copy from the website that's also 44.99 so i could actually have a boxed copy for the same price as a digital download which is just ridiculous. And for me, I mean, obviously, it says two things. As somebody that works in retail and does podcasts related to games, um, that strikes me as it's getting people really hooked on the game and then saying, oh, go on, order it. It's only this. I mean, we had this with Guild Wars 2, had a really high pre-order price uh, on the grounds that you'd play that and you didn't have to pay a subscription. And you think, well, offset the subscription costs against the game. It's not too bad. Then it came out. It was only like 35 quid to buy and the same with this, you know, I really want it, but just because I might want to buy it on a PC and I might play that game endlessly for two years because they're the sort of games you can and you get your money's worth, but 65 quid takes the piss. Mm. It's, it's, it doesn't reward you for being an early adopter. It doesn't reward you for being there at the very start. And all you get, right, all you get for your uh, stuff, right, in the regular version you get Plumbog Park, which is a reference to The Sims, and a Heroes and Villains set. That's what you get in limited edition of Digital Deluxe. The only addition for an extra 20 quid is British buildings, French buildings, and German buildings. <laughs> I'm never going to use the French. There'll be a mod within five minutes as well that'll do similar things. Well, that's the thing. It worries me that maybe they're not going to allow that this time. Uh-huh. They can monetize the chance to sell you buildings. What's the Heroes and Villains thing all about? Uh, well... It's new characters. You get crime waves, basically, because you build your police station. So you actually get super, super villain crime waves. And instead of just a That'd police station, awesome. you can get a superhero HQ and an evil villain base. So, I mean, that's a good, it's a great thing. And I'd like yeah. it in the game. But it's that whole thing of, I don't want to be paying 45 quid for that. You know? So, if I can find it, and I'm going to be looking around, if I can get it for about 30, 35 quid with that content. I'll jump on it like a box of frogs. But um, as it is, it's just, it worries me, just worries me, to be honest, that, that that's, that's the benchmark that EA think is a good price for a, for a game that's essentially just a digital edition. You're not pay, buying it and getting a, a model city for your desk or yeah, a bookmark. Or I was stack. hoping that's where you were going, a little model city for the desk. I might have had to start myself a little mantelpiece like Kev's. No, no, said- no. Wouldn't be like mine because mine's got loads of cool stuff on it. That would be shit. Power. Check 
about like Kevin Anderson. So. Mm. You tell him. Yeah. Oh, Temple Run Two on my phone earlier. Hmm. The kids got it last week. Yeah, no one bloody tells me when these things are out. I knew it was out on iOS. No one said it was out on Android. I no one tells me any bloody thing. For an hour today in lectures at uni, watching the girl in front play that, just over her shoulder. I wasn't actually physically watching her, I was watching the game. Guess what, I'm still listening. She ain't listening, she's on her way over to Kim, yeah. But um, Kev was sat behind the same person and he didn't notice. Like, so I was paying it. attention to the lecture. Uh, I was thinking, that's Temple Run too. We should probably talk about that on the podcast later. But I forgot all about it once we went out the door. I downloaded it. It's all right. It's got zip lines in it. It's got zip lines. It's got swirly bits mm. where it's not all straight. That confused me to start because I started tilting yeah. my phone to get around the swirly bits. Didn't need to do that. They're just that's just fancy graphics, isn't it? It's not actually yeah. it's affecting new, the gameplay new, at all. Um, obstacles. But if there's a lot of turns after a um, swirly bit, as you call it. They're quite hard to navigate by the looks of the way this girl was playing it. Yeah, they're put, the, the monkey thing who chases you seems to be much closer as well in this one. So it was quite a few times when I was playing it and couldn't actually properly see what was going on. So the turns would come out of nowhere because they're after a swirly bit and old monkey legs is uh, in the way as well. And you kind of miss the turns a little bit. It seems to be not quite as much skill in, as well as involved mm. in te- the original one. It's more making it look pretty... But it's not. It's a bit more random because if you get a really bad sequence of swirls, corners, and old monkey legs, you're uh, you're knackered, really. They just wanted to rush it out before people moved on, I guess. Then, you re- you reckon it's been one of like, the biggest? That's what I mean. So people. Are I mean, it's very image. pretty. It's got multiple characters and stuff in this time. It seems to be massively more monetized than the old one was. Loads. Every time you die, it asks you if you want to restart. You can buy a token so that you can just carry on from where you are and not die. Point. There you go. Look, look. Are people seriously that pathetic that they think, yes. oh, I had a good score, I'll yes, pay you people are that pathetic. Get a grip. In you're doing that. In you're, you're being mugged off. Just give the money to charity and stop being a mug. In 13 days, it is hit 50 million downloads. Yeah, so I mean, they're, they're making sure they get it before the game sort of gets out of people's memories and whatnot, they, from the first one, I mean. But, um, no, if, seriously, that's a game where you can see how long you can last, and if you don't last and you die, don't pay a quid. It does kind of defeat the point of the game. You might as well just put your phone down and go, oh, I'm winning, oh, yeah, high school. Just watch it on YouTube, like Sheepdog I can just send you a little note every now and again going, that's uh, 90,000 points, well done, carry on, keep going. I tell you what, I'd love it if you did that. Yeah. Can I have one of them? Every now and again, I just say to Kev, Kev, 250,000 points. Can you do that? If you do that, I'll be very happy. Yeah, you're on a higher score at the moment. Do I get achievements? Bounce is catching up with you. How? There's no way to control the speed. There's no way for him to catch up. Well, I didn't didn't stumble. Second place, Kev. What the fuck? Sorry, you got to keep your... I'm leaning over and everything. I keep you updated. Bounce is in the lead. Anna's uh, starting to enter the race as well now. I don't like this game anymore. I'm deleting it. Get out of my house. Put your coat on. What game is your coat? Temple Temple Run Run 2. But people are paying a pound to cheat it. Have I got that then? No, I'm just randomly making it up, Bouncy. I was just oh, saying. I was going to say. Yeah. Good to see you listening, Bouncy. You <laughs> well, no, I, I heard you talk about Temple Run 2, and then I heard you say Bouncy is in lead. I was like, I haven't got Temple Run 2. <laughs> no, Who's this fucking Bouncy who's Why taken my role? Temple Run 2? Uh, it's free. Because, I, because I've got bloody uh, Gunstringer, uh, Dead Man Running You're on Windows 8. You're allowed Bouncy. 
the correct oh, no. Are you? Have you checked? I haven't checked. No, no exactly. I'm pretty sure you're allowed to No, don't just throw out things like that, confusing the poor I'll man, getting now, him arrested. Well what have you got, Bouncy? Uh, gun stringer, dead man running. Gun stringer, dead man running. Does owning gun string, uh, dead man running preclude one from also having temperance too? Oh, here come the Egyptian police. Actually, he's got bomb the zombies. Um, I can confirm you are allowed both. All right, I'll bomb get the zombies. Sounds like a good game. Yeah, What's just, that all about? I don't know. I've just I've just seen it on the Play Store. <laughs> I have just got visions of like a, a just some fascist has made a game and like you you can't it's release a... that you can change it to zombies change the graphics and now it's now it's in the it's uh, drag and release in what fingers no quotations what drag and release brackets brackets or toss to shoot apparently. Mm. Don't throw your phone. That's not what it means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, I'm going to throw a jingle out there before Anna hits me with her phone. Do it. Throw it hard. I missed. That's a bit disappointing, isn't it? Shall I try again? I'm conscious of the fact that uh, Dalek Sex is recording this for editing purposes and we're talking about hard and miss. And There's no we there. That's you two. Right, on. I missed the damn button. I need a mouse or a producer. Either. Send them over. Sheepdog's happy hour. <laughs> there you go. Sheepdog's happy hour. Well, actually, it was Sheepdog's happy hour between the hours of 7.20 and 8.20 this evening. Anyone who follows me on Twitter, at Lelujo, would have been seeing my live updates for mutterings that were coming out of his mouth. In fact, <laughs> let me refer to my Twitter now so I can tell you what his mutterings were. I do know at one point I posted up a picture of his shiny bald head and someone commented on the fact that his face is too small for the rest of his body. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is um, Gonzo Soldier on Twitter. Said the ratio of his face to his head seems wrong. Does he really have a tiny face or is it a camera trick? That's his comb over that does that. Um, for anyone who is wondering, having looked at that on Twitter. Um, but if I just have a scan back through my uh, my updates from Sheepdog's play of Darksiders 2 was his game this week, by the way, on the Xbox 360. Um, 11 minutes into Sheepdog's happy hour, and I just heard him mutter awesome under his breath. 31 minutes into Sheepdog's happy hour. Oh, for fuck's sake. 32 minutes in, Anna, I'm stuck in a wall. <laughs> this is exactly the thing that makes me feel sick, running into walls, was another comment he made. Um, yeah. And yeah, then that, that was about it. There was so something about you... getting a headache, and you, you said Anna in to help me then, because I said, oh, for Christ's sake, I'm getting a headache. So you played exactly one hour of Darksiders 2, no more, no less. I did turn the console off as you were opening you the door because the alarm went off. Did. What did you think of Darksiders 2, sir? I was expecting this one to be rubbish because uh, last week I liked the game, so I thought oh, I was going to pick an awful one this week. But again, I was impressed. Um, it always starts off on a good note for me when it, it lets you just skip the videos at the start. I know that's scene setting stuff, but I can pick it up as I go along. You can watch them on YouTube, can't you? But I don't need to watch them. I'll pick it up as I go along. I'm assuming that game's about death on a quest. 
is going to defeat the four horsemen for some reason, even though it kept saying save war. And then five seconds later, I'm slaughtering war and sticking a spike through his head and sealing something off of him. I was a bit confused by that, but um, I assumed the video probably made it make sense, but I just skipped that class for him. I can't remember. I've already got an hour, but um, no, it's quite good. I don't know why everyone was Scottish in it though. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone Jeff spoke to was basically Shrek and Fiona. I was waiting for Donkey to. Said the only ones who survive the apocalypse. I suppose they're hardy people, aren't they? Yeah. They eat everything's fried, deep fried. Certainly. Um, but yeah, no. I, I, again, it's the same sort of uh, play style as God of War and Dan- Dante's Inferno and all of them, where you're just pressing triangle and X pretty much to attack, aren't you? And it's not nice. Xbox, I don't remember what they call it, is <laughs> X and Y. <laughs> Precisely how long were you stuck in a wall for of your hour playthrough? Um, I wouldn't have been stuck in a wall that long, except for, because it was an hour playthrough, um, I think it was 31 minutes in, I got stuck in the wall, and it's, I didn't know whether I was allowed to restart, so I just put the controller on the side and wedged the button down so that it was still being played, but I wasn't playing it. I sat there for a little bit, and then Anna came in and told me to restart it, so we just save and restart it. So for a little while longer, I didn't do that because I thought that's just not if it's just going to save me in the wall and there's going to be a permanently corrupted save here. But um, when I did re- restart it, it did just put me right next to the wall that I'd been stuck in previously, um, and I carried on. So, but, but based on your hour playthrough, what's this game about, Chief Dog? Well, I think it's about the end of. Uh, I don't know. I, it sounds like some kind of evil's taken over the world or something. Something's corrupting it. It's got a bit of a hit, an undertone of a message there about corruption. And it's the and apocalypse. Whatnot. Yeah, but it was uh, he wanted to destroy the Tree of Life or visit the Tree of Life for some reason or another. He's killed war. Is he destroying it or is he, is he visiting it? What, I'm not sure because he said, where's the tree of, tree of Life? I've got some business with it and I thought... There's only one type of business he wants with stuff. That's why yeah, I tried it, to kill that big fellow. Did you it? skip all the videos? It's most of them. That's why I am. Yeah. And um, there was one point where you said, I don't know if I'm supposed to fight this bloke or talk to this bloke. And Anna said, yeah, you talk to him. And uh, next time we looked over, you were fighting him. <laughs> yeah. What are you fighting that bloke for, Steve? Oh, you gave me the option to. Yeah, I spoke to him and he, he just said, uh, you're a big fella. So I said that, I clicked that one. And then he said, yeah, I'm a big fella, blah, 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 blah. I skipped that. I pressed X. I thought, I don't really care. He agreed. And then it said, do you want to fight him? So I thought, yeah, go on then. And it was really weird because it got to the point where I was fighting him and he was destroying me. And I was kind of holding my own a little bit at some points. And then suddenly uh, every hit just didn't send the health down for me. But his health carried on going down. Then I found a potion, so I had full health again. And none of his hits were doing any damage. So I just destroyed him. But... um, then even though I'd got him down to no health or whatever, he suddenly said, "Ah, oh, you're a good fighter. Let's be friends." <laughs> We're just mates again. Just, just, just. He basically told me other people that if I kill them, then I'm definitely the Reaper or whatever. And I, I, what I didn't quite understand, it says something about he wants to save humanity by rescuing war, famine, and all the other ones. All those things that humans love. Yeah, and I just. I, I'm confused as to whether he's saving them by killing them all. I don't really get it. Is he saving their souls or something? You have to listen to them. Is he saving their souls? <laughs> if I'd have played it for more than an hour, I'd have constructed it together. I didn't want to watch the boring videos. I just but then started you're not getting a happy hour, are you? You're just playing some well, the hell of it. The, the, I w- started watching the videos. They were boring, so I skipped <laughs> them. Um... I'm not sure. I know he's trying to get to true life to save humanity. 
but it seemed like everyone else he was trying to save, he ended up sticking a sword for That's because you were controlling no, him. No, in these... Because this is another thing. I come, I, come, I come up against a couple of bosses. Well, no, in this, in the first game, his brother got caught for some... I can't remember what it was for Chocolate now. Thing. No, he, <laughs> no, he got... Do you know how you were um, killing that bloke at the first big boss thing? That bloke, the old bloke, yeah. turned into War. his brother, didn't he? And his brother's the first. It was in the first one, I think. And he had to free but him. They just kept telling me, kept saying, "Rescue war, rescue war." Come yeah, on, you gotta find war and rescue him. Rescue war. And then when I got to him, as I say, I killed him. Yeah, but that he, that wasn't war. That was that Wait, man. The, the trans- trans- was that, yeah, but that, that it trans- got transformed. Oh, right, I get you. It's yeah. faking, pretending to be war. Okay, that makes sense now. I did look at it thinking, okay, so there's war. Just <laughs> killed him. He's turned into an old man, and now he's dead. No, I thought he, he, that war was. I, just, I thought the old man was war, and he died. Oh, no, I just, no. But yeah, the videos were incredibly boring and long-winded, and so I just skipped them. And that's probably why I don't know enough about. It. But I, I normally when I do that, I pick it up after a while. Nice. If anyone has any suggestions for future Sheepdog Happy Hours, I did put all our games on random on a Doobree What's It spreadsheet, um, but one he already had came up, so I just picked this you one this like week. You picked like four games that already played or had, didn't you? Yeah, so... You'll have to go through the list if folk, you know. if folk want to suggest them, um, I will. we are open to suggestions. Generally, if a game exists, it's probably here somewhere. Dalek Sex as Shenmue. I'm up for that. I don't have my Dreamcast anymore. No, like if I if I started playing that, it's it's on the Xbox as well. Um, I if I started playing Xbox. that, I would just go to the local arcade and play on one of the Mega Drive games or whatever they've got in there. That's one of the best things about that game that I thought was really clever. Can't do that in the first hour, though, can you? Well, you can't even wander around the town. You can do anything in the first hour as long as it's an hour's walk. First hour, you don't even make it out of your house, do you? In Shenmue? I can't remember now, to be honest. But you find a cat, didn't you? You have a choice between leaving the cat to die or feeding it and growing it up. I, yeah, but I have that choice in real life. I didn't play the second one because I got stuck in the warehouse in Shenmue 1. The old guy trying to help me sneak through that. And he just, I just kept getting caught and he kept getting more and more angry with me. And that Was it raining? Me. I don't know. But anyway, um, anyone who's, who is listening in the chat or you guys, if you've played it, does that cat do anything mystical later on? Does that game get mystical? Bouncy might know. Bouncy? I don't think so. Not as far as I can remember. I think it was just a a fact of choice, wasn't it? Random cat that you were leaving when you went across. Because you you leave his town, don't you, and go elsewhere. Yeah, but, you know, you can look after people. It's like those games where you sort of see a a hobo and you give him 50p, you go back later and he spent on a scratch card, won the lottery, and got a coke addiction and threw himself off a skyscraper. You know, that's that's cause and effect, isn't it? So you might look after that cat and then come back and find that it mauled a local toddler. Well, I was hoping that you get that cat and it does something good later on, like, it, it, you know, because of some sort of fantasy element in the game. I've always wanted a game where it's not really part of the story, but you've got a choice of basically having a Tamagotchi in the game that can fight or whatever while you're playing. It's just one of the side things. You can look after it. You can leave it to die if you want. You had anyway. fish in Mass Effect. Yeah, but they didn't affect the game, did they? I didn't get a bit of galactic readiness because my fish tank was clean, did I? Mm. I should have, to be fair, because how can you be galactically ready if your fish tank's dirty? You've got to clean that, surely. You can't go into galaxy-deciding fate battles without a clean fish tank. That's rule number one of fish keeping. Rule number two is there are no other rules. Well, I never... He knows because he's got all the fish tanks. Mm -hmm. Mm. I've got... 
three, haven't I? I can't remember now. I've lost track. He's got all of them. I sold one, actually, to a man who wanted to keep a hamster in one. Hang on. Hang on. Backtrack here. Explain to people why you have all the fish fish tanks, first of all. Fish tanks? Because I was... People know. I was on a mission. My wife said I couldn't have axolotl unless I got a free fish tank. So then it took me two years to find one person giving away a fish tank. Because it took so damn long. Every time someone offers a fish tank now, I'm like, yeah, I'll have it. So okay. he's getting fish tanks for free off the internet and selling them on to people. No, to I only sold one in. of them because... I it, thought it meant on Mass Effect. Because it was far too fishes. small, this one. And so I took it to the boot sale to get rid of a load of stuff because it was just cluttering up my ass. And uh, well, I already read that then, a bit of Del Boy. I mean, cluttering up my ass. <laughs> no, everyone else just assumes that's how you talk all the <laughs> and, time. Um, you don't notice. Yeah, this guy brought it and he was like, yeah, I want to keep hamsters in there. And I thought, well, it's... Relative, you know, it's not much air. You did empty the water out first, didn't you? Well, that's what I was wondering. I was thinking, does he not realise? Because <laughs> I assume, like all good fish tank salesmen, you sell it pre filled with water. Oh, yeah, yeah. So people are going on about newts in the old uh, chat box at the moment. I might get a couple of newts. I've got a fish tank sitting there unused. You can't sell it, though, if you do that. I was hoping there'd be a way to, like, crack one of the sides off of one of the ends of the fish tank and just connect the two together and make it doubly long, but it doesn't look like it's possible. I am flabbergasted. <laughs> that, wasn't, that wasn't real. I just... <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, I think that's I have about it. Thing. Oh, yes. Fallout news. Anna's spent most of the show looking on the internet to find a game she hasn't already played. Mm-hmm. What game do you want to swap for Fallout 3? Dragon Age 2. Dragon Age 2. There yeah. you go. If anyone would like to swap both on the Xbox, you've got Fallouts on the Xbox, isn't um, it? I have... Um, Fallout, yeah, what is it called? Game of the Year. So it comes with all DLC. Um, yeah. So, what game are you going to buy a double of next week? Well, I assume once she's got Dragon Age 2 on its way to her, she'll buy it first. <laughs> so she can start <laughs> playing no it before it Well, arrives. no, no. Once she's got a beer and a bonnet that it's coming, she's got to buy it. You're, so, you're both hilarious. You have got zero patience. If, you, if I said to you, um, like anything, I've sent you this, and you, you'd want to buy it. You'll end up buying it before it arrives. No I want a Blue Vita now. That's all. Yeah, he's, Blue Vita. he's not having it. No, he doesn't. Blue Vita at uni, and he wants one. I'm thinking. Today, yeah, I thought, oh, sit down. I'll just play a little bit, a little bit planet on the Vita. Not in this game, in the case. Not in this Vita. No, they're all in this Vita case. All I don't neatly. All the games, my games, in your pack. But um, yeah, it's hilarious that you won't wait till that's been posted. You'll go. Oh no, I wait. I know. I wait now. You know you can trade it in with someone on eBay. No, I, I was quite surprised with um, the Fallout that you can just put the get the downloads onto your hard drive and you don't need the disc anymore. Dialect switch you can have is. Does he want Fallout three? I don't know. He just said you can have it. <laughs> there you go. Oh, thank you. Even though you're beating me at words. Yeah, friends. let's sweeten the deal a bit more, Bouncy. Let her win at Scrabble, <laughs> then she'll be happy. Yeah, while you're there, Dalek, listening with your ears and all that, referring to Axolotl as Mudkips, go on to Google and type in a little word called Whooper and educate yourself a little bit there while you're there, matey. Let's carry on with the show. Well, I was going to end the show <laughs> so you can chat with Bouncy. What about the Q&A thing you wanted to do? Well, I was going to do a Q&A, but we've sort of run out of time. We haven't got any Qs, so we've struggled to come up with any As. So unless you've still got Robbie Roo's old list from before, we can knock out a couple of questions on there, maybe. What's that? Robbie Roo's Q list. Have you still got that? Oh, 
Go on, I don't know. Quick look. One Pull second. the questions out. We'll knock out. I'll allow you two or three questions. Well, someone ask about um, would you rather have poo that chips? No, <laughs> I chocolate. knew you were going to ask that question. <laughs> I thought it was we're funny. We're a quality podcast here. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I would rather have. It was have... poo that tastes like chocolate pudding, just chocolate pudding that tastes like poo. Obviously, poo that tastes one. like chocolate pudding. Not sure. What do you mean you're not sure? What are you not sure about? You want to eat. A poo flavoured dessert. It looks like that anyway. Because that hasn't come out of someone's ass. So what? If it tastes good. The whole point of poo being disgusting is it hasn't come out of someone's ass. No, the ass. whole point of poo being disgusting is that it smells horrible. Well, then, no, it's full of germs. No, 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 no. no. So right, is my car. Digested food. Yeah, but then there's that coffee that comes that's only good after it's been through an animal. She's got your hair, Baldy. Yeah, but. Ah, yeah, but still. That doesn't taste like poo. No, but it only tastes better when it's been frozen. This won't taste of poo, it's the taste of chocolate pudding. That's the whole basis of the question. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I'm assuming you mean human poo here. Yeah, but it would still taste of the PlayStation. Reading the next question, it was still taste of chocolate pudding and PlayStation. What's this next question? If you had to choose one, which would you get, Xbox or PS4? PS4. Well, yeah, PS4 because Xbox is like twelve years old. That's not what we're saying, is it? Jesus. That's just one that's hard. Bloody hell. We're waiting. No questions. I'm congratulated by Dalek Sex for knowing more about Pokemon than him. That's an honour, really. Have you got this list of questions in front of you? Um, or have you just stopped? Because your hands aren't on your keyboard, sheepdog. Pick noticed. another number between 1 and 74. Bouncy's going to pick. What did you pick? 13. What did you say? 13. Mm. You would pick the one that's just off the page. <laughs> <clears throat> what about if I said 74? What's question 13, you just reading it through, you know. You can read it out loud. Preparing with vocal cords. With limited notable exceptions, there are a few dedicated and known actors in gaming. Most are only excellent voice talents. L.A. Noir brought a truckload of recognisable TV slash film actors into a game, which I took as a major move towards industry acceptance of video games as stable entertainment platforms. If you could use an actor, male or female, so actor or actress, in a game, who would it be and... Also, how would you maximise their impact? Can I just pull him up here? L.A. Noir just brought the cast of Mad Men yeah, into video was games. It, it wasn't it. any. It wasn't any other actors. It was just everyone from Mad Men. So that doesn't really count. What was the question? What actors and actresses would you have in a game? I'm going to do a Vimesy and say oh, I'd like class of Firefighter. Firefly to be in a game because that would be an awesome. I know they have made a Firefly game, but I don't know if it has the cast in it. Bouncy, answer the man. I'd I'd have Richard E. Grant, and uh, to maximise it, I'd make him permanently play it as his character from Withnail and I, and bundle the game with 20 Benson and Edges, seven bottles of red wine, and the finest cakes known to humanity. It's also, I know you said notable exceptions, but I'm assuming you forgot all about Red Alert. That had a lot of famous people in. It had Sawyer from Lost in it. It had uh, the woman who was in love with House and House, but then left. The one who married the Australian fella. It had Tim Curry in it. There's loads of people in that. Red I don't Alert. know any actors. Name any actor you can think of at all, or actress. That'd be an answer. Um, the, all those ones you just said are fresh <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'd like to see a Breaking Bad game. Or any I was in the thinking cast of Breaking that, Bad yeah. would be awesome as or people in games. Yeah, let's have the fellow at Breaking Bad. 
get Malcolm in the middle game. <laughs> but still keep him as a drug uh, yeah. maker. Yeah, bring that character back into Malcolm in the middle. They say, oh, Dad, where have you been? You know, we haven't seen you for years. Got oh, I'm dying and I'm a drug dealer now. And Malcolm says, well, that's bloody handy because I like a drop of meth these days. And, <laughs> and I've got a cure for cancer. Yeah, exactly. There you go. It all knits together perfectly. And then that he has to explain his other facts. That doesn't even need to be a game. We should write that film. Yeah. What's the next question? Uh, well, what's the next Hold number? on, there's Clarky Snaps stuck one in the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing wrong with what you said there, but to me, <laughs> I on a second, Clarky Snaps stuck one in the old... I was like, what's he stuck in what? What was his question? I don't know. I'm not the question, man. Just asked which video game characters appear in Cabin in the Woods. What's he on about? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't any. get the relevance. Yeah, it's the um, the witch and the tank special affected from Left 4 Dead are in some of the cubes in the base thing. How did you hear that? That's magical. About what? The witch and the tank from Left 4 Dead are in Cabin in the Woods. I didn't see them. We have to watch it again now. Yeah, they're only briefly on the screen, but yeah, they're in there. Originally, there was going to be a Cabin in the Woods uh, mission pack for Left 4 Dead 2 as well. So you'd actually get to play around the cabin and the base underneath and fight the different creatures, but it fell through. So as part of the deal, Valve allowed the makers to use the characters in the film. And that's also what opened up the path for them to use um, GLaDOS in the new Pacific Rim movie from Guillermo del Toro, because she's in that as a computer voice. So uh, yeah, Valve sort of opening up and say, if you want to use them, Go ahead, because it's culturally popular. It's no different to use the cameo from a voice actress than anything else. So, yeah, it's all good. One more question, then. Question 48, because it's 10.48 at the moment, Chief Doug. 10.48. Well, I never. Most irritating point in your gaming life. Focus on the massive hissy fit that it created as a subs... What? And then detail the damage done. Most irritating moment in my gaming life was when I started a gaming podcast with you and realised I, I was then stuck That was stuck such with an utterly predictable answer. I don't think anyone laughed. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> I'm just trying to be mean. I have one about my brother. No, not my brother. My, one of my exes. He was playing... These Mel- aren't one and the same person. I was going to no, say, no, no. Sorry. No, because I was thinking my brother smashed, um, smashed up his... Shelf, shelves because someone beat him at FIFA and my ex he was playing Medal of Honor got that annoyed with it smashed the Playstation pad on the table and then um, all his hand was um... cut cut there we go <laughs> <laughs> it was cut all over his knuckles and he had to go for stitches and you've seen me break a mouth <laughs> we're not being playing. I was trying to program. Yeah, you house. were working and you um, smashed your mouth. I've done that before a few times. On, but mouth, PC mice are extremely. I've <laughs> never broken one. You've never slammed one against a desk. Exactly, because I'm not a freak. But I did. I did. You know, when you see your hands gripping and you just go. Oh. No. Well, I did that without letting go of it first. I just, you know. But um, I find frustration most of the time growing up was. Uh, They'd be playing fighting games against my uh, cousin and my sister, and they'd be just, you know, when someone just uses the same like punch or kick, and mm. they've got your arms in, but you just can't get near them to attack them, and you know all the moves, but they're just going kick, 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 kick if you come near them at all, and uh, that sort of thing. Which is good tactics. 
one trick ponies. If you're playing FIFA with someone and they just do the same thing again and again and again. Well, like Gibber when he just keeps scoring. Route one football kind of things. I've never got so frustrated with a game that I've done anything stupid like that because if I get even mildly frustrated with a game, I stop playing it. I don't understand how people get so worked up over games. It just does. I don't get it. How do you get so angry that you start smashing stuff? Oh, I don't smash do it because I'm angry. I, I, it just happens. I'm like, oh, bloody hell, and it's just I've caught it. Sort of. Cause that thing when I was programming, I, didn't, I wasn't in a rage. I just went, ah, oh, and the thing just crushed Keep banging hands. that, by the way. It sounds great. Well, I'm just you know, giving them a real-life example of uh, what a bang sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Bouncy? Um, I've just think, I've, I think I've talked before, haven't I, about the time that my friend... Uh, and Paul's golden eye on the N64, so I punched him in the face. <laughs> but um, yeah, other than that, I was once doing the endless set list achievement on Rockman 2, and I got to the last but one song, and uh, my toddler just walked over and pushed the power button and <laughs> shut the whole thing off after like, I think it was like four hours or three or four hours of solid guitar playing. My eyes were fucked, my hands were fucked. And that's the closest I've ever come to murdering a child. But uh, instead, I swung my guitar against a coffee table and smashed it into pieces. And I didn't feel like Jimi Hendrix. I felt like a twat because that was a big thing to just smash. <laughs> but very frustrating because I'd spent so long going for that achievement. I was so pissed off. But, as you know, that was frustrating. <laughs> wow. Excellent. Um, well, that'll do. I've had enough. Excellent. I need Steve to get out. I got to remember before Robbie Rue gets upset that um, he's trying to arrange the uh, Mature Gamer Podcast Expo. Is that what he's calling it? He's calling it MGP. Yeah, <laughs> MGPX. I thought I'd got the, the letters the wrong way around. Um, X, and uh, he he needs people to help him. Bless him. We're obviously looking and trying to pull our fingers. Well, well. You've been emailing and ringing places. Well, you? I sent one email. We're trying to basically arrange some kind of event where listeners can all get together and play games, poker, drink, have a laugh, whatever. And see say, the dance, show thought, no, performed no live. And yeah, we, we, we were thinking of doing a live show in person, papa person, as I just said. <laughs> well, um, we were going to be in the next room doing it into these microphones. Yeah, we were going to do it into... It Yogurt pots, and then you're all going to stand in the other room with a hundred yogurt pots. Hold one each. I'm assuming there'll be hundred of you. Just one big yogurt pot. Yeah, one big one. That'll do. If I got a bit at home with one massive, but utterly butterly tub attached to a big cable that can run it through to your studio, so you can put it into another yogurt pot to go to them as well. We'll be alright. You can watch Anna game on her phone <laughs> live in person. <laughs> it might not be a phone. It could be the Wii U gamepad. It could be yeah. a Vita. She likes to mix it up a bit. I do. Could be sampled at once. Every time I say anything now, in reference to Anna, I realise that Dalek is still listening. <laughs> saying she likes to mix it up a bit. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so that's that that's happening. At some so point. contact Robbie Roo via Twitter. Or get on the forum, because he started a little thread. and We'd like, if, if the more of you that get involved in us setting it up, the better it's going to be. Eh? It's so... less work for us, isn't it? Which is really <laughs> what we're all about. Not even that. If you just let us know what ideas you have, what you just want. Just tell do, all I want to know. If you can make it to Peterborough, which is probably where it's going to be, is it? I just want someone to tell me where to be and when, and I'll just bring yeah. myself a PowerPoint presentation on a pen drive, <laughs> and I'm just going to stand up and start talking while showing you slides that will make you chuckle. I don't need to be involved in the planning in any other way other than that. I'm going to write a PowerPoint 
You don't need to make the rest happen. I don't want to prepare anything. Like, if I prepare, I'll fluff my legs. No one was offering you the chance to prepare stuff. So I'll have the PowerPoint ready. I'm not I actually have turn a up about and it. look dumb. That's basically my angle. Which is what you're best at. So we, you'll be fine, I'm sure. Um, thank you once again, boys and girls, for using our Amazon affiliate link. Please continue to do so. It does allow Sheepdog to uh, continue in the life to which he's become accustomed. And you can do that by going to maturegamerpodcast.com slash Amazon. Whatever you buy on there, it's just normal Amazon, but we get a little uh, little brown paper bag with a few coins in. It goes down nicely. Are you hmm. going to be on bits and pieces? Hey, what? Who said that? Yeah, uh, Clarky Snap was just said in the chat, don't forget, he's hosting Bits and Pieces this Sunday. Episode 30 of Bits and Pieces, they're growing up, aren't they? They are. And uh, Steve's going to be on it, but doesn't know yet, apparently. So tune in to hear Steve on Bits and Pieces on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, see what I can do, uh, Clarky. I, I haven't got any lessons to plan this week, so I'll uh, make sure the missus doesn't need me to be at the in-laws. What time? Tell me in the chat. No, I'm not waiting. <laughs> Keep talking, Kev. Um, keep your iTunes reviews coming in as long as they're five stars. If they're not, just get lost. We don't care. Yeah, but I, we had a bit of a thing the other day, and then I was a bit disappointed at the person that tweeted us, and then I realised they were a bit of a racist dickhead. So I wasn't too fast then when they started making Holocaust jokes. I was quite quick to hit the old unfollow button. So if you are going to make Holocaust jokes, that's a one-way ticket to nowhere. Exactly. You can follow <laughs> us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast, or you can follow me. At Lelujo. I'm at RB6K. I'm at Bouncy Ball and H after the second B. And I'm at Miss Lelujo. Or you can find us on Facebook by uh, going to Facebook and searching for the Mature Gamer Podcast. It's clever how we've done that. I it think. is clever, but you can also find it by typing in Best Thing From, I believe, because it's that's. The actual address of the group is facebook.com slash best thing from because basically at the time I couldn't be asked to set up a new group we had group. a lot of followers in there didn't we we had nearly 20 at the time yeah. I think Probably, no, at least 60 I think it was we that we'd got a lot of our friends and family to sign up they've all left now mm. you notice there's a specific number of people who none of our updates ever reach and it's about the same amount of people that I've got on my contact list <laughs> that are also in that group so I think they've all unfollowed it bless them or you can email the show by email and show at maturegamerpodcast.com it's probably better if you use steve at maturegamerpodcast.com because I always forget to update the show one and check whether I've got anything and of course come back to listen to us live 9pm next Friday spreaker.com if you haven't listened live before it's a wonderful experience <laughs> and we do uh, we do like to have a little chat with you in the old chat box yeah it's you get fun. to impact the show slightly exactly or massively if your Dalek sex like he has this week with all his ridiculous comments about Scrabble <laughs> with Anna because he's mental. <laughs> and as I said, listen to Bits and PCs on Sunday. It seems like I'm going to be on it. Um, we're trying to convince him to go live, but Proton says but he's missing it. That's why they ain't, because they're pansies. Mm. If they stopped being pansies and started doing it live, I'd start saying nice things about them. You pansies, go live. That's what the cool kids do. If you want them to go live and want to start a bit of I a I do moment, want not them you, to go the live. listener. I don't care what you want. You want everything. You want the moon on a flaming stick. But these guys... Fork. If they want them to go live to kind of stick. interact with it a bit more, they probably won't have the same quality issues we had because they're more professional. But at the same time, they won't have the same quality content that we have. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, if you want them to, let them know. We're trying to encourage it because we think it would be a good way to get as well. Parky's moaning that John will kill him. 
what he doesn't realise is we've killed John. That's why you're presenting <laughs> it on Sunday, Clarky. Don't worry. John passed away two weeks ago. He didn't, actually, did he? I, I honestly wouldn't know. I, I sent him a church. tweet and he didn't respond to it. I sent him two tweets, in fact. I think he might have deleted me off Facebook search for him earlier to ask if he wanted to replace Bounty today and I couldn't find him. So I don't think Were you typing in John, Jonathan with an H or what? Oh, I didn't get that far. <laughs> so how are you searching for I just had a look through my friends. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do a proper search. I just had a quick scan down my friends. He might well still be on there. But... <laughs> I just I had a quick look. He weren't on the first page, so I assume he's deleted me. You're on there. I've got one mutual friend of him, and that is you. Bouncy's not got him. What's going on there, Bouncy? Bit of a lover's tiff. A... What's, what's that? What? John ain't mates on Facebook. What's Has going on? Have you ever even met the man? I don't even know who you're on about. There's, <laughs> there's, well, what? No. I, I, I don't, I'm not friends with many people on Facebook, to be fair. I follow people on Twitter. And even then, actually, my rules with Twitter are very... I, I meant I tried to explain to somebody the other day who had a go at me because they followed me and I wasn't following them. And I said, the problem I've got is if I followed everybody that follows me, I've got to scroll through 500 pages with a post to get to the, the people that... And it's going to sound bad, but it's the people who have something to say. And so if I follow you, it's because generally you entertain me consistently if you if i don't follow you i always look at people for me click on their feeds read all the messages i get and engage in conversation don't don't take offense i'm just i don't like my ipad flashing every 30 seconds um with with a new message i, I even unfollowed my mum because she just kept putting pictures of food up and tagging herself in places i ain't having none of that um john's not dead he's on a mountain somewhere snowboarding so he could be dead but he has been playing League of Legends, so... That man's know, got something wrong with him. He's a bit of an addict. Yeah, See you next week, show, boys and girls. Bye. See you, everyone. Have a good week. Bye. Did everyone say goodbye? I think I wasn't so. paying attention, didn't I? Oh, bye-bye, everybody. Missing you already.